quality, not quantity. Quality, not quantity. I said quality, not quantity. Ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon, this is Modern Escapism. Welcome to the show. My name is, and forever will be, Oodles. The captain is back at the helm. Joining me on the high seas tonight, first mate, Mr. Gadget. Who are? We also have quartermaster, Sergeant Stig. Hello. <laughs> so kind. <laughs> Sailing master, Officer Biggie. Aye, aye, Captain. And poop deck girl, it's Candy. <laughs> I knew it was going to be a poop deck joke. <laughs> Before we continue, I have a statement to make. Uh-oh. A letter to the listeners. Uh-oh. Dear listener, I can only apologise from the bottom of my heart on account to the Nails on a Chalkboard episode of Modern Escapism entitled Summer Games Come Quick. After much debate with myself, I decided to listen to said episode and was deeply appalled by the Pregnant pauses and terrible quotation marks, witty banter, and quotation mark, also adding to the embarrassment is the fact that we had a guest on the show that produced a very favourable and professional air to the episode. So my apologies also extend to that guest that didn't even have the opportunity to plug his wares on this show. Can't apologise on behalf of modern escapism, Mr. Punk. Sorry about that. On what you had to endure. Modern Escapism strives to bring the most hard-hitting comedy and light entertainment on a weekly basis. We will endeavour to rectify this, and with myself back at the helm, I can guarantee a swifter and more poignant comedic listen. Regards and best wishes, Oodles. What the fuck were last episode, guys? Come on. Swift. Uh, well, great. you know, when, when people just drop out at the last minute, you've got to... <laughs> mm. You've got to mm. make plans, new plans, aren't you? Also, counterpoint, we did offer him to do his things and put it in with the magic of editing where no one would have known and he said no i can't be asked everyone knows where to find me now these days you should have offered it on the fly we were we were we were um thrown weren't we guys at the end because we usually we we at the end of a show there's a candy land and it was like oh there's no candy land oh Oh, don't bring me into it it just completely threw us completely threw us you're 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 not getting away with this candy just because you weren't there I've I've put out a full and frank apology here myself. I weren't there either. It's all my fault as well. I just think it was a piss poor effort from all involved. All of us. All five of us. Hey, fuck off. We turned up. We did our thing. I edited. Editing was fine, mate. Absolutely. Top drawer as always. Not blaming the back back room stuff. Come on, guys. We can do better. I enjoyed the first 15 minutes that I heard. I enjoyed the come quick. I enjoyed the, the come quick. <laughs> That's what she says to all the boys. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I think it's just upset because the, we called him a gamer. No, not bothered. Not bothered. Didn't bother me at all. Just just everything. I, I was listening to this going, what is this? Where right. am I? Why am I not on this? Oh, there you because go, he then. was sick. Don't get ill and drop out last minute. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, docket <laughs> ill. Twat. Do you think I, I think this can all be blamed on my customer actually, who decided to change his mind I think last so, minute? The, I, the entire I was episode. Ready. I, I, I was ready to sunday down the podcast. I hope you tattoo some penises sunday. onto him. I do. Well, we'll see. Penises, <laughs> well. mate. I always draw Normally. a penis. Normally, I'd say I, I would I would be weeks, weeks and weeks behind the news, but I listened to last episode. So what I want in this episode is the best, biggest breaking news ever. Take it away. Oh, God. You may already know, but he doesn't, because it's time for Biggie's Breaking News. I'm the troubled announcer, deadbeat punk translator. I'm the fear addicted, danger illustrated. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I'm a news reader, twisted news reader. You're a news listener, twisted listener. I'm a pronunciator, twisted pronunciator. <laughs> pronunciator. <laughs> I'm the twitch you hated, filth infatuated. Yeah, I'm the pain you're tasting, <laughs> feel intoxicated. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. He's I'm a news reader, twisted news reader. There you go. He's he he in, in his grave. Wow. wow. <laughs> Poor Keith Flint. Liam Howlett. No. Liam Howlett's been in his grave. He's not even dead yet. <laughs> well, Kudos. In off to a good start. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All I wanted was pure quality. Pure quality. Biggie There's going to be another letter next get the, week to the listeners. I didn't get the memo. <laughs> God, Speaking of memos, mm. Rockstar Games came out with an announcement. We are very excited to let you know that in early December, we will release the first trailer for Grand Theft Auto. Six. Which number? We look forward... Six. To many more years of sharing these experiences with all of you. Thank you, Sam Hauser. Yes. No. In December, no we will see the first trailer. It's coming. It'll just be a teaser saying coming 2035. <laughs> just, the, just the logo, that's it. Yeah, yeah. they're coming 2025. <laughs> Tune in next year for a proper trailer. I think Fuck. it'll come out next year. It's, a, it's absolutely going to be at the Game Awards, isn't it? Because that's on the 7th into the 8th of December. Mm. And it's yes. in early December, so yeah, Jeff's got it. It's going to be a Jeff Fest thing. God, we're going to have to stay up all night and do this one, aren't we? Because Stig's, oh, Stig's not going to want to go to bed and miss the chance to see it as soon as it happens. What time's it on? Uh, it's half past midnight on Friday on the the morning of the eighth. Oh, has, it, it has anyone? So we checked? stream it. <laughs> Why not? So we stay up and stream it. Has anyone checked that Kratos from God of War is not still accepting his award from last year? Because I think we just left him on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> George is going to still be there when you get when you get back. He's like, I'm still just to a thank really big beard. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to thank my God. Um, yeah. I, I'm excited for this, and I think it will be next year. It'll, it'll come out, and I, I, I well, it'll have to be next has... year that it comes out. We've got like six weeks of the year left. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it means it's like next Christmas, next October, yeah. November. It'll be. Mm. I genuinely think it'll be early. I think it'll be summer. No, I think I think I think they'll aim for the Christmas market because all three releases of GTA five have been in like October, November. <laughs> all three releases of the same game. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I think it'll be there and then as well. I think they're buzzing as well, because they're like, yes, we've got another fifteen years of GTA six now. <laughs> fifteen years. 
I have had two children in the time that game came out. <laughs> I also have she's had just two children. Ten. She literally came out around the same like she came out at the oh, same no, time that the game came out. <laughs> no, my, my son, my son predates GTA Five. I think just. Amelia might just, but like just like they're literally like they, oh, la- no. they launched around the same time. I'm trying to think what came Again, out. Any thoughts of, um, same time. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's been leaks and stuff, which obviously don't mean an awful lot in case they've changed direction. I've but watched loads. I don't think. I don't think Vice City. I think they're doing Vice yeah. City again. Yeah. I'm not sure how much of those leaks are real. I've seen loads. Consist- some of them look like some of them look like mods, but some of them look like genuine leaks. I think. I think like, good, like good those, stuff. Those ones that you were posting off TikTok Googles, I think those were modded. That's a mod. That was modded yeah, GTA Five. I watched it for a bit longer, and he makes it look like he's getting kicked off a off a TikTok for doing it. Yeah. But then I watched it a bit longer, and then I saw the um, I saw the peer from GTA Five. I'm like, you fucker, you have modded that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you well, forgot about the little. He had you. Yeah. Like, yeah, Kurt had said that the. Whoever's done it has used licensed cars, so that's, yeah. why, that's why he knew for a fact it wasn't yeah. GTA. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they were I going think... around in a Veyron and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? A proper one. I and think like some a, of them a, were a Diablo. I think some of them were proven to be right though, because a bunch of other um, game developers came out and said, "Well, this is what this looks like at that phase of development." And there was a few of them yeah. saying, "Don't judge it yet." So that that probably was real. A mm. couple of them. I know. I know that 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 one leak, that big leak that went around on on the gaming websites was where the guy ran out of the city and then got onto a, a speeder boat on the Everglades. That looked real. I think that I think that one was real because that was the one that had like the, the in-development kind of character walking yes, stuff. Yes, it had loads and, like, of stuff, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I think that, mm. one, that one was from the actual hack on Rockstar North. Yeah, the, you could see the command console as well. And, and it was cool, the Everglades. It showed you the little map of the Everglades, didn't it? It was so yeah. fucking... It's going to be massive. It's going to be huge. The, uh, I think there the, the, uh, rumours of um, possibly a female protagonist that you yes. can maybe either yes. play at times or oh, whatever. Oh, that's that's going to hate that. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, I think it would just be a maker What if the female protagonist is gay, though? <gasps> if she's a, as... gay, a gay woman of colour. If Not she's as Grand Theft Auto. And as no. racist and as horrible as all the other GTA characters, they love her. I'm looking forward to it. It's exciting. It's exciting to be around this because it was exciting for five it was just, exciting just a quick thing though never actually says in that tri- in that tweet gta 6 it just says the next grand theft auto <laughs> what, 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 what <laughs> your surprises are when it's chinatown, War, chinatown wars 3 or, <laughs> <laughs> or an online update yeah. <laughs> oh no I'll, 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 i don't want them to do gta london i know a lot of people saying we want gta london i just think it's not the time to have gta london because they'll just try and be super political Try to They're rip always into... political. I mean, every GTA is political. No, I mean, like, to the point where it's not even on the knuckle. You know what I mean? It's not even on the nose. You, not satire. Just... Real politics is satire these days, so... Yeah. I suppose it is, isn't it? <laughs> and if it's yeah, going, I'm if excited it's, for that. If it's going to be the next Grand Theft Auto, it's going to be Grand Theft Auto uh, 5X plus yeah. whatever. That, that joke fell flat. I had it in my head as well, and I started talking about it. <laughs> Fuck next. Me. Oh, God. <laughs> More letters to listeners next week. I do apologise. We're going to have to refresh, completely refresh, new cast, everything. We'll start again. (laughs) Next. Time Splitters devs Free Radical reportedly the next Embracer studio facing closure. Rumour closure comes just two years after the veteran British label were resurrected by the original founders to work on a new Time Splitters game. Free Radical staff were told that the studio could face closure after being evaluated as part of Embracer's ongoing restructuring 
efforts, according to sources close to the studio. Is this happening every yeah. week now? Mm, Pretty much. I mean, Embracer kind of fucked it because they had they, they bought too many studios and didn't have the money behind them, and then the, the Saudis pulled out and fucked that. Um, but Free Radical haven't actually announced what they were working on, other than said it was another time split game. Like I've just gone on the website; it's still got a flashing, very nineties looking website that says "We are hiring," and it's huh. and firing. But it's also everything. Huh. It's like server programmers, gameplay programmers, character artists, technical artists. Why don't artists. you an experiment? Why don't you apply for one of the roles, Gadget, and see if you actually get an email back, a response? Hmm. Yeah, because if you don't, you know. They've just not updated the website because no one's in office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so. mean, I can't do it. I can't do it with my CV, but your CV could get you in there. Yeah, I could do audio director. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But it's, I, I, I'd fucking, I'd have loved for a new time split. As time split is we a good control scheme. That's all I. Oh have yeah. Mm. If you go back and play time splitters now, it's not pleasant. It's impossible. It's impossible. But yeah, I love time splitters. But we've talked about that enough. Next. Zero punctuation ends as the escapist faces massive resignations after EIC firing. Long-time gaming site, the escapist fired some of its team members, including EIC Nick Calandra, for reportedly not meeting goals set by its parent company, Gamers. After Calandra was fired, escapist staff members, contributors and producers all took to Twitter to announce they're also leaving the site, with many of them indicating they would be working on some new project with Calandra directly. The departures and firings essentially cleaned out the entirety of the escapist video department, including most significantly at all the departure of Yahtzee Crossshaw, the voice of Zero Punctuation, one of the oldest and most famous game criticism video series, and one that we all probably grew up watching long before we started doing this. Crossshaw resigned, but he does not own the rights to Zero Punctuation itself, so whatever happens next, it'll be done without that branding. I've never heard of any of this before. You, 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 you've, you've seen, you've, yeah, you've seen um, zero punctuation, yellow background, stick figures, very rapid swearing on YouTube. No, I am, man. Yeah. It's good. Not very, time, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doubting its quality. I've just never, I've never seen it. I've never heard of it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a it, very funny slating of games. Mm. Yeah, so they should. Yeah, he, does, he doesn't like many things, and the one things he does like tends to be Dark Souls. Very, oh, he's got taste then. A very funny author as well. His books are great. Um, but yeah, this was this was a really stupid um, move by the uh, by gamers because yeah, it, they've they fired the editor in chief, and he had built the escapist up over years and years and years, and they fired him because it was these kind of the nebulous targets, and it was just basically a sudden yeah, firing yeah, yeah. to get rid of the guy. And all of the talent has left, so they've kind of fucked the escapist. Do you reckon that this this gentleman can carry on on his own? Got an uh, they're setting up something else. I'm, I'm sure I saw it the other, the other day. I can't remember what it's called, but I think they're setting up something new. Yeah, or, so people uh, aren't necessarily going to lose the jobs. No, no. And I think they've got like financial backing and all that already for it. So I think Fantastic. It's, yeah, they've got something, something in the works. It's just, yeah, we, zero punctuation won't carry on. But I think what will happen is... Because Yahtzee doesn't own the rights to the name for it, but he owns the rights yes. to, the, to the content in it and the look and the feel of it. So I think what That's you'll fine, probably then. do is go back to its original name, which was called, be, before it became Zero Punctuation, it was called Fully Ramblomatic. Mm, okay. I like so that. I th- so I think you'll go back to that. Because I mean, that's <laughs> the name of his website as well. Like His personal website is Fully Ramblomatic. 
Also, we need to quash anything that has escapist escapism out of the zeitgeist because <laughs> we own that word. Yeah, we do. I'm so, not saying we I'm, had anything to do with it, but... But our lawyers <laughs> are very, very, very good. So, yeah. I, I mean, Especially I've got to speak to them all. Yeah, exactly. Good luck to them all. And if they're starting something fresh, maybe I can be there from the ground up. And I always like to join something when everyone else joins it at the same time rather than jumping in 10 years later. So even I'll be involved <laughs> in that, which is always nice. Actually, actually, there's one reason I know you'll hate Yachty Crucial because he's, he's, he's the one that coined the term PC Gaming Master Race. Yeah, but he probably did it to laugh at them. Yeah, but they didn't they, they didn't see it as a thing to laugh <laughs> about. They that took it on. That means his joke won. That means his joke worked. Still <laughs> if they day. took it on and don't realise there is a joke. You, you are the master race. So are you. Not anymore. My, so my, candy. My game, my machine is, it's it. Baldur's Gate 3 is kind of the last game. It cannot <laughs> run Alan work, even in a shit low setting. Really? Yeah. My rock can. That can't. It's game over, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm officially at the. This is a work PC now. Oh, <laughs> sad day. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. I'm really happy for you because you've got everything else anyway. <laughs> so it's not exactly a fucking problem, is it, mate? It is. It is. I don't get that sexy, no, sexy ray, ray tracing water effects. Oh god, my heart fucking bleeds. Next. <laughs> Dev admits to the PS5 and PS4 Tintin game is unfinished on the same day it releases. Tintin, Tintin. reporter Cigars of the Pharaoh. What a title. I didn't even know this was a uh, developer. No, I didn't. Pendulo Studios has essentially just come out and admitted that the game is unfinished on launch day. They said, despite our best efforts, those who play the game at launch won't be able to enjoy the experience as we intended it to be, reads the team's statement. We are committed to fixing this situation in a promptly manner. We will deliver the necessary patches in the coming weeks whilst keeping all of our channels at your disposal for any issue you want to report to us directly. Well, it's a shame. I mean, I've got, I've got to put my heart on my sleeve here. Tintin's the reason that I got into Marvel and DC comic books because I was obsessed with Tintin. Do you know the books that you could get? I used yeah, to go to the library. Great. I used to go to the library and get them on. And, Never realised how racist they were. Super racist. So racist. Super racist. <laughs> but it were those that were like, I want more. I want more vast stories. And then someone said to me, have you ever tried reading uh, The Punisher? It was The Punisher. That was the first oh, That's a fucking place to start a kid, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> In like 1995, I had to like go to the comic book shop. Did you not end up being a fucking right-wing terrorist? I don't know. I don't know. I went to the comic book anyway. He was like, How are do you we know sure he's you not? want to read this? He was like, are you sure you want to read this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I wonder, this is what my friends told me. I read it. It's fucking, they've always been disgusting books of Punisher <laughs> in a great way, but it got me into everything else as well. But so Tintin's got a place in my heart, and it's a shame that his game's fucked. <laughs> it really is. Bless him. Is it, it, that one smacks to me that the publisher, it's a licensed game from a publisher, and they wouldn't let them delay yeah. it. Yeah. Tintin needs to get out now. The kids demand it. <laughs> Those I think it's unusual that they announced it <laughs> normally these sort of uh, comments come like a week or whatever later after a game's release but it's just the fact they announced it on the same day that they which is, uh, launched it yeah. which is why I think the publisher forced them to put it out yeah. against I also will. never, I also never watched that Tintin film either I was literally well, about good. to ask has anyone seen that because I never, yeah. I never no. watched it nope. the one with Jamie Bell in it yeah it's Spielberg yeah. in it though so I'm not I'm surprised Spielberg. yeah I'm surprised why Simon Pegg never, never watched it I didn't, so I didn't watch it because, because the animation style creeped me out. 
because it's kind of mm. like uncanny valley-ish. It looks really realistic, but then it's like cartoon face proportions. Announcing today on the Modern Escapes of the Network, Tintin in review. The whole works of Tintin from start to finish. Gan on the noodles, we'll send you down library. <laughs> they won't let me in a library anymore, mate. I owe them thousands. <laughs> Fuck that. Next. The much maligned Modern, War- Modern Warfare 3 was developed in just 18 months and the staff were required to work nights and weekends. In a bombshell report, Bloomberg's Jason Schreer reveals that Modern Warfare 3 was developed in less than 18 months, far less than the typical three-year turnaround the series is known for. Activision Blizzard has achieved this cadence uh, by dedicating three... You <laughs> 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 throw me! Dedicating three, sometimes more, uh, <laughs> development studios, which uh, <laughs> takes turns to deliver that year's Call of Duty offering. It's been very lucrative um, for them generating at least $30 billion in revenue across more than 20 Call of Duty games, which were released in the past 20 years. According to Bloomberg wow. sources, who spoke of the condition of anonymity, this well-oiled machine came off its tracks when another Call of Duty was delayed out of the 2023 release window. Modern Warfare 3, which initially pitched as an expansion to Modern Warfare 2, got a Battlefield promotion to full game status. When, when's this out? It's already uh, out. It's it's out it came out this week. What does it reveal? Like four out of tens? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I remember. The, that's the uh, remember. campaign, by the way. I remember, I remember, I remember this uh, like a week or so ago, weren't it? Yeah. 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 I don't know why I blocked that out of my mind. I mean, yeah. Um, Xbox's Activision Blizzard. I've got to call it that. Um, fucked it, didn't they? Absolutely fucked I, it. I, I, think, uh, I think the important thing to, to take away from that, especially, especially, is that this was supposed to be just an expansion. So it's, and they didn't have the time to turn it into a real game. So what's no. what's ultimately wrong with it? So the campaign is a, the campaign is about three hours long. It uses That's not a b- bad thing. Well, no, when the, <laughs> and it, yeah. it uses, yeah. it, uses it uses a lot of the kind of the ba- <laughs> like background points of interest and level designs from Modern Warfare Two. Oh, um, a lot of the uh, multiplayer maps are just brought over from Modern Warfare Two. Uh, oh. The zombies mode is half baked, and when you install it, it takes th- it takes assets from your Modern Warfare Two install. What if you don't have that install? Then you have a very very big download. Also, <laughs> if, you get, if you get it on PlayStation, you're paying seventy pound for it. It doesn't come with the platinum trophy because it's DLC. What? Fuck off! Yeah, but it's a seventy pound <laughs> full release. Like if they I put- love a platinum. If, if, if they just had it as the expansion, so there's no Call of Duty this year, but we're doing Modern Warfare 3 as an expansion to Modern Warfare 2, here's... Give us th- a rest. 35 quid, 40 quid, people would be happy. Yes, yeah, but it's because they've announced it and, and they've even sold consoles with it, like the, 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 the yeah, there's Modern Warfare 3 and versions stuff. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, shite. That's bad, because I like a campaign on COD. You I like a campaign. I ain't gonna touch it, mate. What? I bought the, I bought last year's for a couple of quid over day. I ain't turned it on yet, but I heard last year's was a decent one anyway, so I'm all right. It was. Well, Sledgehammer you know Games mean? hit back at the reports and said it was a labour of love and years in the making. They said it's incredibly well, proud of the latest Call of Duty instalment. Uh, so it's proud to be the team to lead the way onto Modern Warfare Three, and anything said to the contrary is simply not true. Is is no, years force, in the making in that year and eight months in the making? Is forcing, year, forcing your team to do nights and evenings, like evenings and weekends, and that is that a labour of, of love? 
No, no that's, that's just Labour. That's a no. news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I hope it doesn't, like, like domino effect an awful precedent that the next one's going to be shy as well, because, again, I like them. I don't get them that year. I always get them the year after. I've always said this. But it's nice to know I've got one coming well, think- later on. I think that I think the next one's back into the three-year development cycle, so it'll be a proper one. <sighs> That's fine then. That's fine. but then I have to wait two years for the next one. That's the thing now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm now a year without a Call of Duty campaign, which makes me a little bit sad. Nah, you'll be you'll be able to get a second-hand copy of this one on disc for a couple of quid in a few weeks. No, but not for three hours, mate. Yeah, but if it's like doing cheap, it. if it's like cheap, cheap. Oh, it's fifty p. I might pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Cheapest chips. Mm, that's not good, is it? I bet people are furious. But people gamers are, furious. are livid. It's been <sighs> it's been absolutely review bombed on Steam. I think on Steam it's it's sitting as a mostly yeah. negative now. Yeah, what is it? Modern Warfare Three review Just think bombing. They're going to lose when, after that. Review that's, bombing when it's right. Bad is good. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree, mate. I uh, agree. Yeah, they're going to lose mo- a lot of money. Mostly, mostly negative with two thousand nine hundred one reviews. Only twenty eight percent of those reviews are in any way positive. All jokes aside and stuff, and I know people work there and stuff like that, and nothing to do with Xbox acquisition or anything like that. But Activision Blizzard have had a fucking shy year. Oh yeah, I mean, this has got to be one of their worst years of years Co- on record. Kotnick has absolutely run the company into the ground. It, it must be him. It has to be him. Oh, aye. well, he, he, he's out on New Year's Day. Oh, fantastic! Yep. We can all celebrate together. Make Activision Blizzard great again. <laughs> We'll get little red baseball caps. <laughs> Next. Uh, Valve can just drop this completely out of the blue, as far as I'm aware. They introduced the Steam Deck OLED. Oh, a high that. dynamic range screen, a long-lasting battery, fast downloads, and so much more. You'll be able to get a 512 gigabyte or a 1 terabyte SSD models um, with the uh, 1280 by 800 HDR OLED display. Um, it's got a 7.4 diagonal display size. Uh, it's got, now we'll have Wi-Fi 6E, and the Ooh. battery will last between three and twelve hours of gameplay. Content dependent. It's, be, it's yeah, it makes sense. That's good. Yeah, they're basically just a, a done mid-season refresh. Like functionally, it's the same, same size, does all the same things. Yeah, if you've got one, don't bother getting another. Basically, yeah. There, there is a limit. How, how much is it? <laughs> they're about they're, they're about the same price. So the five the five twelve. Oh. Uh, sorry, the one terabyte one, so the top one, is like still like 560 quid, which is what like my 512 yeah. one cost a year ago. It's um, not bad. Yeah, no, they've kept the same price. And uh, also places are starting to do refurbished ones for like a couple of hundred quid. Like the prices now are we're talking, baby. Yeah, now we're pr- fucking talking. The prices on the Well, the LCD ones have dropped. They've yeah. already dropped on Steam's uh, website for the LCD ones. Listeners, you if you see one for quid. between 150 to 200 quid, shout out your boy. He'll buy it on the spot. There is a, there is a limited edition uh, OLED one which I was tempted for a, about five seconds on it because it's got mm. translucent plastic. I miss oh, the translucent right, look. You. Do you remember the Game Boy? Do you remember I, the Game Boy with the translucent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, oh, I like, I like I translucent. I, stuff. I don't like them. I, I think they look tacky. I do. I, I like looking at the innards. But uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, great. I'm, I'll I'll be waiting for like the Steam Deck two. Like, I, yeah, I, and I'll I've be waiting no for your Steam Deck one to sell to me. <laughs> like, because I, I don't play anything particularly intensive on my Steam Deck. I tend to play like RPGs, indie games, uh, Metroidvanias, that Mate, kind of I'd thing. I'd kill to sit and play Baldur's Gate in bed. I'd kill. It, Baldur's Gate <laughs> does play really well on the Steam Deck, actually. It's very I, good. I, I would kill. <laughs> 
Like the dark urge. <laughs> yeah, I have got the dark urge to play that in bed with the lights off and treat it like my bedtime book. <laughs> Just ho- ho- hoping, well, hoping, hoping your wife doesn't wake up while you're romancing a starian. <laughs> oh, she, she already knows. <laughs> You're already wild-shaped into the bear and everything. <laughs> uh, uh, no, my recent run, it's that Mifara, Mif- whatever she's called, Mif- 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 the, the drow elf. You, you can't fix her, mate. She's just going to break your heart. You can't fix her. I can her. fix her. Mate, she, she rode me reverse cowgirl. She knows the moves. <laughs> she knows the moves that Daddy likes. Daddy likes that. Candy just like spat wine over her PC. I literally It's because she understands the reverse cowgirl is the ultimate move. Pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Second only to wheelbarrow. This is it's the best one if you don't if you don't find your partner that attractive. Not me personally, but if you do the reverse cowgirl, no one sees anybody. It's brilliant. You can, you can imagine anyone's there. It's fantastic. <laughs> Try it, guys. Try it this Christmas time. This is what this this is what last week we're lacking. Edge. <laughs> Next. Well, speaking of Baldur's Gate, um, Baldur's Gate three will be heavily censored in Japan. The RPG is full with intimate cutscenes and sexually charged character interactions to the point where the title's reputation almost hinges on such content outside of the hardcore sphere. The game also depicts a lot of gore and violence. It's set to release yeah. in Japan on the 21st of December and is being censored. Spike Chansoft, what a name, the title's Japanese publisher, has confirmed it's had various adjustments in order to comply with the country's strict guidelines on things like sex and nudity. More specifically, the Japanese version of Baldur's Gate 3 won't let players enable explicit content through the game's settings. Hang on a second. The Japanese are the perviest bunch in the fucking I was world. Say, no, you no, mean, no, no, you're no, telling no. me the land of hentai is frowning no, upon Baldur's Gate? No, you have to remember. You have to remember. The legend of the Overfiend. The country where you can buy knickers in a, a vending machine. Tentacle yeah. <laughs> But what I'm saying, that there are different laws when it comes to interactivity in that country. Everything else, if it's just visual, you can watch it. You can, you can do what you want. machines over there. Oh, do that. Where? <laughs> <laughs> Is that UK-based? <laughs> no, no, in Japan, you dickhead. Um, <laughs> Me and Oodle are, yeah. are going to use the pitch on money to go to Japan to uh, on a research mission. <laughs> we, we're doing this for science. We can confirm. <laughs> It'll end up being like that chuffing Amsterdam girl. It'll end up being it'll be me and Stig in a booth, and I don't realise it's Stig's dick I'm sucking. And then the glass opens up, and there's Stig's face. Surprise, surprise. One yeah. escape is a reaction video. <laughs> That's how we go viral. That's how we do it. Then we get fucking kicked off the internet, Jesus Christ. But yeah, honestly, back to back to Baldur's Gate 3. There is a way around this. They can just cut out those cutscenes. You can't shag and press buttons. It's not a quick well, time event, do you know what I mean? Well, if, if you remember when you first start your very first game in Baldur's Gate, it asks if you want to enable explicit content. So basically, it does. Just, it's gating that off. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes And again, there is a lot of gratuitous violence, kicking squirrels and stuff and splashing them against trees, Genitals. shagging constantly. And cross-species sex with animals, and it's fucked. But I think that's the spirit of that game. I went into that game saying, I'm not going to shag anything. You can't resist. You've shagged everything, haven't you? I've shagged it. I took a lot. I went around shagging. Because you are a fucking sex goblin. You've now rolled one. (laughs) I rolled a natural (laughs) 20 on that, mate. Tell you, critical. Well, Stig what uh, uh, Dragonborn's dick looked like, so I sent him a picture of cowboys. Yeah. What does it look like? I'm not actually. I'm. I might roll a, re-roll a new character. 
naked dragonborn running around with his cock out. <laughs> nice. But yeah, it, it, I think I think I think a censored version of that, and I'm not here for censoring. I think it will lose a bit of its spirit. I don't think it'll be as big in Japan because of that kind of thing as well. I think they'll Im- they'll import the uh, the Western version. I bet if they're really hardcore. Well, I think also I think also like CRPGs don't tend to do that well in Japan anyway. They're more about no. the actual homegrown RPGs. Yeah, JRPGs. Like look look what they do with Dragon Quest. The, when 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 you have a bit of um you have, you have a bit of puff puff, it just goes to a black screen. It goes and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, do you know what I mean? It's one of those things. But I hope they enjoy it because it's a fantastic game. Next. Well, speaking of Larian Studios. They were honoured to have won the uh, Golden Joystick Awards for the following categories. Best Storytelling, oh. Visual Design, Studio of the Year, Game Community, Sporting Performer for Neil Newborn, PC Gamer of the Year, and Ultimate Game of the Year. I think they did pretty oh, well. Wow. Yeah. What's, which that's is the Golden the Joysticks? Is that awards. Jeff Keighley's one? No, no, that's Game Awards. That's next month. What's Golden Joysticks then? Uh, oh, shit. Who did Golden Joysticks? Is it a, is it a website? Well, Larian did. Yeah, yeah, I think it... <laughs> this is their own awards. Um, it's got to be uh, a website, games, isn't it? Yeah, Games Radar. God, Games Radar. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. That makes sense. But uh, that's that's mega, that isn't it? That for 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 a company that were like, yeah, we're just doing these little divinity games. We've got a, we've got a devout audience, but we're not <laughs> a, we're not mainstream. And now they are the ones to watch. They, they their next the game is going to be stared at by the world yeah i'm especially happy that neil newborn won uh the voice actor for astaria astarian playing oh yeah former. it's brilliant like, i didn't like his character early on like you know, he's the funny camp vampire whatever didn't have him in my, in my party there's so much nuance to him there's a lot of nuance to him. and by the time i finished his quest like the ending i got for his quest um uh, when you when you get to Casador's palace fuck yeah. me he's so good like i was in tears at he the is end really his- good the decision I made. It feels for him like the was... main character, doesn't it? He feels like the main character with Quest and everything. So. Like, I mean, all yeah. the, all the actors in, in Baldur's Gate three are fantastic, but I think like that that ending scene um, in in the Castle's like... Palace was was just Neil Newborn is is on another fucking yeah. level as a voice actor, and this is what happens when you pay your voice actors properly. <laughs> yeah, give them the yeah. time to create the character. They lived and breathed those characters, didn't they, for a long time? For like four years or something like that. Oh, yeah. they still do now. Like it, that's the other, that's the other cool thing about it because the game's popularity. They've kind of taken it on, and they do like D and D sessions on Twitch yeah. in the characters now, and they're obviously blowing up on you know conventions and stuff. Yeah, good, good for them. I'm, I'm happy because that's what we we not we, they are actors. I don't care if they're not doing it physically. I, I think it, it it's the voice actors. It's important. I think I'm going to respect him uh-oh because i don't take him uh-oh. with me because i don't think i don't find him useful in fights you don't need a rogue now make him make, make him a monk yeah i'm thinking about now i could take him because will's powerful he's just boring <laughs> just... you can just why don't you just swap their roles completely that's what i mean i'm, I'm thinking about just kind of swapping the yeah yeah the um good lad. i, th- I good think man. i think this is the this is the portentor of what's to come for the for the awards season. I think Larian are going to really mop up this year in all all the awards. And again, I'm so excited for what they've got next. I'd, I'd love them to do Icewind Dale. I'd love yeah, it. I think I, th- I think they were talking about doing Divinity Three next. Yeah, uh, bang Which into it. For. Bang into it. Yeah, because I loved the first two. Loved them. See, I think Bring that, it on. Uh, more of this. Gear, not 
just because it's such a good game anyway, but the success is the massive gap between two and three. And it's like we're bringing Baldur's Gate back. So if you love those first two games, oh, fuck. Baldur's Gate's back. They just happen yeah. to be a great game <laughs> as yeah. well, which is good. I mean, the, I mean, I mean, I mean, like Google said, they could take the template and do Icewind Dale, which is yeah. another place in Faerun. They could. We need they more could snow. Do that. Yeah, <laughs> there's a distinct lack of snow in that game. They've they, 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 they've got the blueprint there, and they could they could take the template they've built and create another fabulous game. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Also, it's just, absolutely. It's just on another note, it's not them. Nintendo put out a main pack. Like triple A Zelda game this year. I know. And I know. Oh, yeah, I it. And it's literally the only game it won. The only award it won was Nintendo exclusive. That's how good <laughs> yeah. Baldur's Gate Three has been. <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, forgot I loved it. it. I loved it as well. I absolutely loved Tears of the Kingdom. Adored it more than Breath of the Wild. Fucking get, uh, game Way of the year. Game of the Year discussions this year are going to be an absolute fucking mess. What we're going to do? <laughs> and we're doing it's our first year. It's we're doing it, and I'm on the hardest year ever. I am <laughs> shitting myself. It's mere weeks away. I yeah, am shitting myself. You should, because it's definitely a contender. 100. percent Starfield's great. Next, Bioware has teased a Mass Effect title um, trilogy ending Ooh. questions. Bioware celebrated this year's man, uh, annual Mass Effect celebrations with a blog post that hints at Mass Effect 5's title and suggests fans will get answers to their burning questions concerning what happened after Mass Effect 3's ending. Which ending? It is unclear, however, uh, whether this means that they're uh, coming in Mass Effect 5. It's still several years away. Um, they released a trailer on N7 Day itself with a few oh. teasers and people were going through all the little snippets of code and stuff trying to find out what secrets were hidden. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited if they do a better job than Andromeda. I, I mean, people are saying, oh, they better bring Shepard back. And I'm like, you've got to remember, Shepard was quite, kind of an open book. It wasn't him or her that made the game. It was the characters around him. Yeah. She, 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 I mean, Femme Shepard was a good character, but like Shepard in general was supposed to be a reasonable blank slate. Yeah. And that's what happened with Ryder in Andromeda. Ryder talked too much. <laughs> People didn't I like think, it. <laughs> I think, I mean, to be fair, I think Shepard might have even worked better if they were a voiceless character. Yeah, 100%. Because everyone else, Garrus and everyone else, do you know what I mean? Ah, uh, uh, um, What a lovely book. Liara and all these other people, they made that game better. And, and the side characters in Andromeda, can you name one? Can anyone name a side character? Uh, well, there's Dave. One of the characters. Dave, Dave, Steve, Steve. <laughs> let's um, Annabelle. Let's let's, <laughs> let's, let's not spoil it for Candy. She's still got <laughs> Mass Effect to play. Oh well, well Candy. <laughs> the, the, the side characters, the, your companions in that game, are outstanding. Even from the first one, and well, you're, don't and worry. You're, and you're probably going to have a crush on Garrus. Oh, Garrus is the, the yeah. boy. All, all the la- all the ladies the love Garrus. All the boys love Garrus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, he's always in my squad. Exactly. It was in your just, bed. Just, it, that, I think that's what it is, and that's why I, I, I also think why Mass Effect 3 fell off a little bit because the side characters on that weren't as good as 2, 1 and 2. Well, I think I, I think as well because like Mass Effect Apart 3... Apart from Morden. Love Morden. Morden. Oh, don't do yeah. it. My boy. Um, the problem with Mass Effect 3 was though that depending on how you'd done Mass Effect 2, you probably could have lost some of the core characters. Yeah, most of them. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a potential for you to only have the new characters. You could have yeah. lost everyone that last mission in 2. Oh, who's this? Uh, he, he looks like Rex, but he's not Rex. He's Grunt. Oh, no. Yeah, that's oh, it, no. Grunt, yeah. 
<laughs> oh no! It's the same voice actor as Rex. And yeah, look at this pal- guy. Palette swap model. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the other thing as well. After the last two releases, I've got no confidence in Bioware. Like they're really going to do something fucking special. <laughs> After Andromeda yeah. and Anthem, Jesus fucking Christ! Anthem, <laughs> oh, the game that I bought day one, completed day one, took it back day one, told them the disc didn't work. Do you want another disc? No, I want a refund. Got my money back. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Great times. So I completed that game within the store opening and the start before the store closed. <laughs> Oh, by the way, how far you've Absolute fallen. Shite. Ah, yeah. Knights of the Old Republic 3. Come on, let's go. Next. Super Mario RPG has apparently been developed by Dragon Quest Studio Art Piazza. What? As spotted by Naruki on Twitter, players who've already pre-ordered the remake from the eShop have discovered that Art, or Arte Piazza, however you pronounce that, perhaps mm. best known for its work on Square Enix's Dragon Quest series, has taken the reins. Nintendo's Ayako... Moriwaki um, stepping into the director role. This is fucking good news. Are you going to you buying that next week then? Next week? It's, it's, uh, it's well, leaked. this week as of recording. It's leaked already. Yeah. Have you, have, you, have you had a go yet, Stig? Is it any good? No, no, don't do things like that. Okay, okay. Tell me after the show. <laughs> uh, I, 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 do, I do want it. I, I love the original and it's, it's the remake of that, isn't it? Yeah. With a modern art yeah. style and everything. And now some Dragon Quest really DNA. Ooh. Keep me going to 12 comes out. <laughs> but, oh, don't even talk. That should be next year, shouldn't it? Oh, God. <sighs> next. Moving to the world of film and TV, Hollywood Actors Union, SAG AFTRA, acronym, agrees tentative deal to end four month strike. US actors are expected to resume work after the union agreed a tentative deal with Hollywood Studios. Saying after a reached agreement with the Alliance of Motion Picture and TV Producers in a unanimous vote. The shutdown, combined with a separate writer's strike, paralysed the entertainment industry and disrupted numerous major films and TV shows. Actors have been calling for better pay and safeguards for the use of AI. Saying mm. after a president, Fran Drescher, posted, We did it! She thanked members for hanging in and holding out for this historic deal. Various actors have welcomed the deal, including someone like Zac Efron, describing it as incredible at the premiere for his wrestling film The Iron Claw. Tag after a chief negotiator, Duncan Crabtree Island, told Reuters that there were definitely some tears, a lot of big smiles, a lot of hugs when the agreement was reached. Three year yes. contract would make a long term difference for the future of the members in our industry. Did you see Kevin Bacon's celebration for it? He did the footloose dance. He did, yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is this is great news, but I don't want it to get excited again because last time we were like, oh, they've done it, and then not agreed to it. So you probably got this new no, story a few days agreed. ago. Has, has it definitely been agreed as of today? Yeah, like, 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 86% in favour. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. And like the actors are so already happy. back to work. Yeah, I'm so happy for them. What, Absolutely. What, what, one thing that the, 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 the story that you found, Biggie, do, doesn't mention, which I thought was actually quite a good thing, it kind of shocked me it wasn't there in the first place. Part, part of the deal they've got is actually more, protect, uh, more protections in terms of any film or TV production where there's nude scenes they now have to have intimacy coordinators. So, so, so someone who is on set to advocate for the actors, to make sure they're comfortable, make sure their dignity is is maintained. And they're not being, they're not being scared by a director to go, do it, get your yeah. tit out. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and also, you know, working with, like, directors of photography and, um, and directors 
to make sure that, you know, there's no unnecessary movements or, or stuff that makes the actors feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and proper close sets and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I was quite surprised that that wasn't already a thing. That's kind yeah, of horrific. When, when, when you think it's of horrific like, in it? Hollywood, yeah. really. I'm not surprised it wasn't a thing. And when you when, listen when, to some of the what, boomer and older actors talk and they're like, oh, why did these stuff like that? We just got on with it in our day. And I'm just like, fucking the stories that have come out about people like Marlon Brando in certain scenes, that's why yeah. it's fucking needed. They didn't, they didn't yeah. just get on with it. So, yeah, it's a good thing. <clears throat> it's a very good thing. It's all I, very I agree. good thing. Yeah, I agree. The deal was valued at more than one billion, which is eight hundred and fourteen million approximately, and includes increases in minimum salaries, a new streaming particip- participation bonus, and more protections against the images and voices being replicated by AI. It's good. It's just it's just good for everyone. And I, some film podcasts I listen to, they they stopped doing stuff because of this. They were in support. They can get back on track with their their mm. stuff. People I know, people I love, can start getting back into it. Um, and it's just, it's just great all around, and it's going to set a precedent again for other industries. You're going to get a Bollywood industry; they're going to start thinking, "Hang on, we don't want our actors to start striking." So maybe we'll preempt that and and do things good. Do you know what I mean? Other industry, Chinese film industry, Japanese film industry, all everywhere across everything is going to probably look at this and go. Yeah, the people can destroy us if they wanted to, <laughs> yeah. and that's that's only a good thing. So I'm I'm chuffed a bit, and I'm I'm sure we all are to start getting us films back. Come back, films, come back. We've missed you. Next, <laughs> Legend of Zelda is a live action movie in the works, according to Nintendo. Oh, not this! No, go back on strike. <laughs> <Fuck it. laughs> The film will be directed by Wes Ball, who directed the Maze Runner series and the up-and-coming Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. It will be co-financed by Nintendo and Sony Pictures Entertainment. Mm. Isn't it being written by the person who wrote The Rise of Skywalker? Yes. Yes, but this film (laughs) is fucked. Somehow, Ganondorf, whatever his name is, returned. That is actually a fact. Um, But... Are they going to have a mute link? The better do. The better the, do. Well, yeah. Of course not. The can't. The, you, you can't have a Hollywood film, big budget Hollywood film, with a mute character. Uh, I think you can. There's quite. I a mean, few you films. can, but they're not going to. Oh, okay. No. Charlie okay. Chaplin waves at you. Okay. What I mean <laughs> is like big summer blockbuster kind of film, because that's what mm. they'll be aiming at. Why does it have to be? A bit, uh, why, it should be it's been better as an A24 think think piece or something like that. <laughs> it would be better as a fucking cartoon. Oh, it would be yeah, better as a cartoon. Like a Netflix anime. Give us that. If they have to do oh, something with Legend of Zelda. but I'm surprised it didn't go cartoon because it just saves a lot on that world. It would be easier to produce in oh, computers no. and have to a horrible do all CGI. what's and... going to happen. I'm so sorry, guys, for putting this in your brain. They're going to try and make it MCU funny. Oh. And it's going to be minging. It's going to be shite. There's going to be jokes. There's going to be fucking real-world music in it as well, I bet. Oh, God. Link's, Chris Link's, Pratt. Link's going to be wise-cracking, isn't he? Yeah, 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 he is. They'll give him some action hero, but he's not going to be the twink that we love. It's going to yeah. have a scene... Zac Efron. It's going to have a scene where <laughs> Link and Zelda and other heroes 
start walking towards the screen with the Beastie Boys playing in the background and one by one, like all the heroes oh, join until they're in the gosh. line. Bit of sabotage. Yeah. yeah. You knew exactly oh, no. the song. You knew yeah. exactly the song. I, didn't, I was thinking, I couldn't, I couldn't remember the... Yeah. And then the, ult- the ultimate showdown between Link and Ganondorf is going to be like... Oh, God. No. The orchestral version of a cashmere. Yeah. God, it's going to be awful. When that game's got such great music that it could just use, but they're not going to do it. They're going to have fucking Gangnam style during Hyrule. It's going to be awful. There's going to be some There's going to be a chicken gag, though, at least. There will be. There'll, there'll be some action, action sequence where it'll be like an orchestral trans version of the... I know hope... who's going to be Link. Who? Chris oh. Pratt. <laughs> no! No, no. He, he, he won't be too old for that. He's Same with Zac Efron. The only joke I'll accept is if at some point... Someone turns to Link and he's cooking up food for no reason. Like, Link, we're trying to save the world. And he's just there cooking away. He goes, just do something. Ding, yeah. Ding, 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 just fucking oh. around while the world's ending. God, imagine yeah. what the state of the fucking Gorons is going to be. <laughs> no. That'll be in Jack Hollywood's, Black. In Hollywood, see, that'll be Jack Black. That's for sure. <laughs> I've just realised who hey, Link, Link will be. Rock. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Link will be that kid that played Vecner in um, Stranger Things. Because he's got that kid. kind of twinkish, like, pixie look. Yeah, uh, maybe, yeah. They might just have a nobody yeah, do see. it. Oh, it's going to be terrible. I saw a woman on TikTok horrendous. who looked em- like Zelda. Em- like, she's a real Emma life... Watson is Zelda. No, this, this <laughs> woman looks like just like Zelda. She's got a pointy ears. Yeah, she literally has, like, quite pointed ears herself, so... <laughs> she's, a, nah. she's a Hillian. Hmm. The whole thing makes me a bit sick. The Mario thing, when they announced that, I was like, yeah, Mario would be brilliant for just an action little film. I, I was never, I, I never <laughs> doubted Mario once because it makes sense. Like you could do that, you could do it with, you could do it with Pikmin, you could do it with any other Nintendo thing. But Zelda's a bit. If I was going to do a Zelda know. film, if I wanted one, I would make it like Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind. Yes, mm. yes. Yeah. That that or like um, or like Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah, like that, something that like kind that. of high high fantasy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I was even thinking more of the Green Knight. Let's go. Let's go. Fucking super dark. Yeah. I think. I, I, I think Nintendo are missing a trick here because I think the best thing that they could turn into a live action movie that would work and give a character a voice would be Metroid. Mm. Metroid, yeah. Metroid. Mm-hmm. Fucking a sci-fi action romp. Yeah. 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 It all come. It all come. Every every single one of them will start getting made <laughs> into films because <laughs> money. One success. <laughs> Can't wait for the WarioWare film. It's just a series of short five-second films constantly in your face. <laughs> I'm picking your nose. That one. Gonna <laughs> be good. Next. Marvel Studios has confirmed the arrival of a young Avengers in the MCU, with Miss Marvel taking on the role of the founder. Kate Bishop is the first recruit and could take up a leadership position. Suggested that Cassie Lane will be recruited soon. Although the Marvels has earned $21.3 million in the film's first domestic opening day, the lowest in MCU history. I forgot that were out. <laughs> I forgot it were out. They haven't uh, really marketed it that much, have they? No. Have they been allowed no. to? It's reviewed okay, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's three out of fives, mainly. The one marketing mm. thing I've seen from it is fucking horrific, and that's The Las Vegas Sphere. Oh. Mm. 
so, so the, the 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 video they have on it is is um it's uh, the the cat I forget his name Goose. was it Jonesy Goose that's Goose. It. Goose. in in the uh, comics it's Chewbacca okay well yeah yeah Goose is sat there and he's licking himself and all and then his face splits open and tentacles come out all the way around the the um, flurgle yeah oh, the orb. But imagine if you're drunk as fuck in Las Vegas. You don't know what's going on. All of a sudden, there's these hundred foot yeah. octopus tentacles on there. Yeah, into it. How much would it cost to get Modern Escapism logo on there? About fourteen million pounds. That um... we got that. No, in this budget. That I think it's a couple of more patrons. Leaking right. money, leaking money. That dumb. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I saw that. How can you say that when everyone's favourite band, U2, have got a residency there? It's a, it's Come a hundred, on. It's a hundred million in debt two months after it opened. Do you actually know anyone that likes U2? I don't. Okay, the odd song, but I won't go see it. No, yeah. I don't, no, no one dislikes U2, but I don't know anyone I just, that likes I, just, them. I actively dislike U2. Um, just because they put the, the thing on the on your on your iTunes without your... I know you're upset about that. I'm still mad that. about that. I don't even <laughs> have an <laughs> iPhone anymore. I'm still mad right. about that. Let's go back to the original story about the Young <laughs> Avengers. Sorry. The, let's go back to the dome. This is what... But <laughs> um, me and Noodles discussed this, didn't we? And it was our mm-hmm. Hawkeye episodes. We were talking about this with Kate Bishop and uh, Yelena and everything. I was like, yeah, Makes sense like these younger young Avengers, these young younger characters have coming in. Spider Man, basically, still, me and Stig wrote so young. Uh, yeah, so we want this money, please. We knew it's going to be a thing. We knew Kate yeah. Bishop be part of it, and it, it makes sense. And Kate Bishop's brilliant. She is fantastic. Uh, what's the name of the, the actor that plays her? Uh, Ellie Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Yeah, she's fucking brilliant as Kate Bishop. Fantastic. I mean, Ellie Steinfeld's ev- brilliant as anything she does. Oh, she's she's so good in that. And it's Christmas again, so I can watch Archive. Yes, I'm looking forward to watching Archive again because it's a Christmas show, guys. But I'm I'm going to see the Marvels when I get a chance. But I I really like I I like Captain Marvel. I I like that film. I know a lot of people don't I like Miss Marvel as well. I like I like, uh, I like yeah, Miss Marvel were good. Good yeah. I uh, um, it's disappointing. I get it. Like when there's the whole a lot of people are kind of fatigued with it and they. With the way Disney just, it'll be on Disney Plus by Christmas probably because it'll be a good Christmas yeah, 100%. film to put on there. And so people are just like, what's the point of going to see it? It just gives them ammunition to dickheads on YouTube. Yeah. That's, oh, that's that. my only, fuck like, it, I don't, it's not like a willing Disney to make money. They have enough money. It's just the whole narrative of if it's not a man in the lead role, then they just. Yeah. Yeah, they're just going to shit on it. Blame the incels. Next. Uh, just a couple of things to mention. Uh, Netflix has announced the Terminator anime series releasing in 2024. Hmm. Okay. Right, Geek me into it. Into it, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, a way so, of carrying <laughs> Terminator on without... Um, so, why not? It's also set during the 90s, by the look of it. Ooh, it's, it, it, it's set in the days before Skynet comes online. Nice. Into it. Love it. So is Arnie going to reprise his role with that like weird, like, yeah, accent he did in Terminator 3? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hope not. That was so funny. They released a lot of stuff at Geeked, Netflix. Loads of new Mm. trailers and stuff came out, so. Check those out, listeners. Next. Darren Aronofsky has offered to adapt Elon Musk biopic for A24. Next. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Our weekly Swift report. Taylor Swift has broken the Grammys record with her latest nomination for Song of the Year. Next. Uh, shortlisting of Antihero. Actually, the song that you Swift like. The first. 
Oh, is it that one that I like? Yeah. It's a great song. It's a great song. <laughs> so the first songwriter to score seven nominations in the category, overtaking Sir Paul McCartney and Lionel Rich. Oh, no. It's a great song. Anti-Hero is a great song. It's the only one I like. Do you remember a few months ago where Taylor Swift started coming up more and he was like, is she that big? Like you actually questioned yeah. you actually questioned and me guys like, yeah. And it's like every week it's like she's done something. It just wasn't she's in my broke another it record. <laughs> it wasn't in my household, you know what I mean? She's, my kids are not really into it. She's um... overtaken a beetle. <laughs> <laughs> the beetle. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, she's big, isn't she? She's big. She big. Mm-hmm. Also, and, and, and you're right, anti-hero is is a banger of a song. I think it's a fucking right tune. I didn't know it were her when I first listened. I, I put it on because it was top of Spotify. When I went through them all, I went, oh, that's her. Yeah, because it was a TikTok and I think it's a good song. for ages, wasn't it? That's yeah, it's a great song. It's a, it's barely a pop song. It's it's a bit more um, new romantic. It's a bit different. But that's I like what, it. That's what a lot of her stuff is like, though. <laughs> yeah, there's, other a, stuff that... there's a pop tunes in there, but there is a lot yeah. of other ones like that. that. That album specifically from that one's on. Do you reckon she's maturing out of the pop? No, she's just maturing the pop, like uh, like uh, cruel oh, summer. Maturing which, the pop, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, cruel summer, which I put as the as the end of the Patreon section last week. That's, that's not good. a that, that's not a, re- a regular pop song. No, it's, it's not. It's, got it's, a really, it's structured differently, isn't it? But it's it, it's got that new romantic sound to it. I'm, I'm I'm hey, if she brings out a new album and I'm into it, I'm not I, I'm not I'm not that snobby. If I like something, I'll say I like it. You like Billy Eilish, just, don't you? You, 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 like, you like darker pop. Yeah, I like Billy Eilish a lot. Likes looking at mm. her. I don't, what do you mean? Like she's a child. <laughs> she's not just twenty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Sex goblin strikes again. When they start, I'm joking. Once, guys. A, once a, a woman starts, a rage starts with a letter two oodles. He's like, that's fine. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. Unless it's two. That's not fine. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm getting the weird nuns. Next. Over to the weird world web. Two very Finally. quick stories. The first one, Bored Ape NFT event attendees report severe eyeburn. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Several people have reported experiencing eye pain, vision problems, and sunburnt skin on Sunday after attending <laughs> Ape Fest. <laughs> uh, Bored Ape Yacht Club NFT collection event in Hong Kong. That ran on November from November the third to the fifth. I should have gone. I could festi- do it, Tan. <laughs> Some eight fest attendees posted on Twitter after spit seeking medical attention. With one person reporting they've been diagnosed with f- photokeratitis, also known keratitis. as welder's eye uh, keratitis. Yeah, a condition caused by unprotected exposure to ultraviolet radiation. Do you know that condition is what old photographers used to have to hide under things for? Do you know, with big flats. Yeah. yeah. That's that condition, a, and they were doing it at NFT events. It, it's the screens were like... <laughs> yeah. They were just far too bright. Yeah. That's a brilliant. Just cooking <laughs> kids. But, but it's also at an NFT event. Like, what so sad good. bastard goes to an for NFT bought event? It. For Bored Ape Yacht Club. It's so fucking brilliant. <laughs> they should have melted. They should have all melted. <laughs> it would have been fantastic. Imagine the new story. Tragedy has 15,000 NFT fans melt at NFT <laughs> concert. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a quote in the article from CryptoDune777 that nice. said, I woke up at 4am and I couldn't see anymore. I had so much pain, my whole skin is burned. I needed to go to hospital. Now, I don't want to laugh at people's misfortune, but fuck me, that's I do. funny. 
Well, listen to this bit. The Yugo Lab spokesperson, Emily Kitts, in a statement to The Verge said, based on our estimates, the 15 people we've been in direct communication with so far represent less than 1% of the approximately 2,250 <laughs> event attendees. So that's okay if 1% nearly no, died. No, but it's still, a, it's it's still okay. a percentage I'm not willing to risk. <laughs> <laughs> it should be no percent of people are getting yeah. burned by yep. your LED display. <laughs> like, like, like one of my relatives went to see the 1975 other day. Nobody died. No. Nobody died. <laughs> I, went I, got cinema, burnt. I went to the cinema a few weeks ago. I did not have vision issues no. from the brightness of the no. screen. No, or a tan. Or a tan. No, I came out just as pasty and white as I am right now. Fantastic. Oh, God, I look forward to the next event when they actually do get melt. Oh, God, it's so funny. Oh, God, imagine if, you you say- wear, imagine if you're wearing glasses there and you get the fucking light focusing into your retina. Yes, it burns you. <laughs> You'll Jesus. never see your NFT again. No. Oh. How, will I, how will I worship my JPEG? Every silver <laughs> lining. You said there's another one? Uh, yeah, very quickly. The UK faces Ferrero Rocher shortage over Christmas. Fuming. Cargill Fuming. Cocoa and Chocolate is one of the UK's largest supplier of cocoa products. But now that the staff at the uh, confectionery giant site in Worksop, which houses the production line, churning out tens of thousands of tons of chocolate each year, have voted to take industrial action. We need to take this very seriously, guys, because I've is... got a lot of affection for Ferrero Rocher's. A this Christmas is broken Rocher. Yeah. Do you know, I, I, I when Christmas I was younger... Rocher's the only I, time I buy them. Yes, yeah, same. I, I fell for the fact that I thought it was posh chocolate. It's not posh. You can get them really cheap. Oh, it's just <laughs> fucking tasty. But the, the, the problem is, the reason why, why I only buy them at Christmas is it's very easy to smash through 24 of them in one go. Oh, oh them so trays. Easy. I won, I won size, a Ferrero Rocher drunk. competition. I won a competition years ago in... Um, of all places, Salou in Spain. They're like, who can eat the most? Who can eat the most Ferrero Rocher? And I'm like, ah, I'll have a go. It's and the most I had about 15 years. Yeah, I had about 15 of them. Now we're a chunky boy back then. I don't know. I'm just popping them in my gob and showing them. God, I fucking love hazelnut so much. I could oh, live so on amazing. hazelnut. I've got the a good part nut. of the candy machine history. I used to live with a lady who was the hand. You know, who used to come in on a tray and she'd yeah. have yes. this long, elegant yeah. hand. I used to live with her. She bought me some Ferrero Rochers for Christmas as well because you know how much, how pumped I was. And did she so present? Did she eat them out of her hand? So. She did. No, I didn't eat them out of her hand, but she did present <laughs> them. Like this. I, I love Ferrero. You're not spoiling this year. No, I couldn't fucking get them. <laughs> to be fair, though, I do. I do work in the vicinity of a supermarket, or some would say inside a supermarket, and there's there's a distinct lack of Rochers there. You want you, you want to get stocking up when they, when they bring them pallets in off the trucks. I know. I'm just going to grab get them all. Treat it like a loo roll three years ago. Have you seen mm. have you seen the mixed ones that they do in the mixed the mixed pyramids where they've got yeah. white ones and the white ones? I like the white ones. They're so good. The fucking coconut ones are such a disappointment though, because I hate coconut. No, I, oh, no, no, I, like I love coconut. So oh, the I existence of a coconut for a Roche is the worst thing in the world to me. No, yeah, I love I love it. it. It's taken a valuable space of tasty. No, I will, I will, I will, if you don't want them, I'll eat them. I'll have them. Yeah. I go for bounties first in a celebrations tin. I fucking love bounties. No lie. So I, anyone, if um, anyone gets any links, send it to me. Any coconut rochers, send them to Oodles. <sighs> yeah. Lit does my, my Christmas chocolate. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I shouldn't be eating chocolate either. I'm on I'm on medication that says I shouldn't eat chocolate. <laughs> I'm on a ball and you put it in your mouth and you just Don't send them to Oodles, send them to me. <laughs> Fuck off. I'll eat them when I'm better. Oh shit, I'm diabetic. You can't send them to me. Who's next? Send them to me. I'm fat. It's fine. You can lick him if you're diabetic, surely. Just don't let it. Like, <laughs> I'll lick, I'll lick, lick him, him and then send them to Gadget. 
re I don't them. know how diabetes works. Surely you can lick them for the flavour. You, con- you can get a contact high from your chocolate, you just can't eat it. Oh, it's, but, uh, please, please, um, send all your patron money to us and we will buy all the Rochers up and split them evenly towards patrons. We need to save this luxury item because it's important. Can you sniff them? Uh, probably could snort them. Yeah, you oh, could probably easy? whack them yeah, up. Yeah, grind green them up and snort them. <laughs> you could probably... It would really hurt your nose, though. It's very <laughs> sensitive. And it's a bit gloopy. <laughs> yeah. But, but <laughs> just think of that hazelnut rush you'd get, man. <laughs> oh. Right to the brain! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I needed. I needed this news, but let's get on with the main chunk of the show. What's everyone been up to? What has Candy been doing this fucking week? Um, I've been listening to an I love audiobook. Surprising her good first. <laughs> she's always surprised. You, you, she, she's never ready. <laughs> never. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh. Yes, I've been listening to an audiobook called A Broad in Japan, which is which is written by Chris George, Chris Broad, not Chris George, Chris Broad, who is a uh, YouTuber. Um, I found his YouTube channel because I love all things Japan. I just like to live vicariously through him, and um. Is he, is he the slick, dark-haired guy that has a ramen studio? That's the Ramen-like one, a... yeah, his studio's yeah, I, insane. I like him. Yeah. He's cool. So basically, he does um, chat, he does uh, videos about living in Japan as a foreigner, tips for tourists, makes many documentaries yeah. on location, that kind of thing. Fluent speaker and all, isn't he? Very it? fluent speaker, yes. And he's um, he's published a book about his journey in uh, in badass. Japan. Um, going from uh, his chance encounter with a, with a couple. He, it was never in his plan. To move to, to Japan or travel or anything, chance encounter with someone. It got him sent over to um, Japan to te- teach English. As that a... sounds like he was kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Well, if, it, if he was, he doesn't go into that quite so much. But um, <laughs> yeah, went out there with no Japanese language skills whatsoever. They don't require it if you go out there as an English teacher. Um, but he just fully embraced the culture, and he was sent out to quite a rural place in North Japan, where. Some of the Japanese people, including the Japanese teachers, were so wary of foreigners that they would actively kind of avoid him at all costs and just not make it's an effort to speak and everything. Frightening and, English man. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some of us English are pretty scary, it's fair to he's say. He's probably taller than everyone in the country as well. Yeah, he's only five foot four as well. But, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a really a lovely little fire. book and it... it it goes from his um, his early <laughs> days about teaching English as a as a foreign language to picking up um, the Japanese language, learning to speak it, learning to write it, um, starting up his YouTube channel. His first kind of breakout hit, shall we say, was um, reviewing McDonald's chocolate chips, which I didn't know was is a thing. And now I want oh, to yeah. dip McDonald's chips and chocolate. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It's a thing. Yeah, it's the same as the um, the uh, chips and McFlurries as well. Well, yeah, but this was actually on the McDonald's menu. Yeah, the, when, when, I, when I was there, the, the menu is insane. <sighs> you can get hoisin duck in McDonald's. Oh, God. <laughs> it threatened me with a Crazy. good time. Um, <laughs> it, uh, there was also, um, he goes, uh, I didn't know this happened because I've been watching his channel for quite some time and I didn't know that um, this had taken place, but he was on location filming um, a sort of mini documentary and about six o'clock in the morning, these air raid sirens started going off. He jumped out of bed not knowing what the fuck was going on. He got all these alarms on his phone. And instead, like, out of sheer panic, the first thing he did was... Godzilla's coming. 
That's what I would have fucking thought. Godzilla's fucking coming. <laughs> he's come. He's rising from the, from the ocean depths. Which, he's out here. of all the ways of Godzilla. dying, would be a pretty metal way to go. Um, yeah, pretty good. But no, in his sheer panic, he reached for his phone and recorded this YouTube video, um, uploaded it, think, didn't think much of it, went off to do his, um, his documentary. I think he was maybe climbing a mountain or something, um, but came back that evening all hell of comments had break. It had gone absolutely viral. BBC had gone in touch. All these Japanese channels, and he became the voice of Japan. Basically, it was um, North Korea had the Western launched voice a mis- of Japan. The Western voice of Japan. North Korea yes, had launched. They a hit missile. the sea. The, the, they went into the sea, didn't they? The mist went straight over where he was actually where he was actually yeah. staying. So yeah, he became the voice of uh, of all things uh, n- potentially nuclear war related. And he was like, well, I, ju- I just. Recorded he's, a video. He's now BBC's <laughs> nuclear correspondent. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was pretty bad. I was, I was just reviewing scared. ramen and this happened. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not only that, I think he was, uh, he mentioned like, had he actually planned it, he would have maybe put some clothes on before he recorded the video. You know, he's kind of leery eyed. Um, I always prefer my nuclear, uh, n- nuclear correspondence um, naked. I always have. Well, just like a cheeky nip outside about you guys. the duvet cover, just the one, just to make it a yeah. bit tantalizing, you know. I always said Chernobyl would have been better if they were naked. Would have been better. Saying it. Oh, they need I'm to plan- it out there. Oh, there's a they lot of naked people in, better, that, in that fucking show. <laughs> there was. <laughs> there was by the end. Oh, yeah. That's why it's called Too Chernobyl. Soon. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Chernobyl, that's your nipple. Oh, three nipples. Nice. But yeah, no, it's, it's a really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a really lovely book. And also, it just... Um, it goes... Up into present day, you know, what he's currently doing now with his YouTube and his hopes for the yeah. future. And um, the YouTube channel is just going from strength to strength. And he's actually got, to, he, he lived his dream by uh, interviewing Ken Watanabe, famous oh, Japanese actor. Sir the, Ken Watanabe. The very fellow. <sighs> Love Absolute him. Japanese legend, by, who by all accounts is, I wouldn't say down to earth, quite, quite a charismatic fellow. Um, however, he yeah. does a lot of charity work and he does lots of work in the community and he seems loved by all, all the locals that he helps. Yeah. So really lovely book. And I did do something else, which I will mention very quickly because it's kind of in the same vein. I watched this just before we started recording. I watched Shin Godzilla, which is... I told um, you. No, you're having a Japanese you week, it. aren't you? Yeah. Where did I watch it? I told you to watch Shin Godzilla. I told yeah. you to watch it years ago. Well, you were right. Loved it. Um, Isn't so it amazing? It's, it's amazing. It's basically like a little, it's a, a little, how patronising of me. It's a Japanese reboot <laughs> of the Godzilla series. Um, yeah. And whereas the original film was an analogy of the Hiroshima and Nagasaki, bo- Nagasaki bombings, um, yeah. this draws inspiration from the 2011 Japan earthquake, followed by the tsunami, followed by the yeah. nuclear meltdown as Godzilla appears in three different evolutions. Those, those bad five five years that they had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Godzilla appears as three um, evolutions. Did you like, like his Pokemon. googly eyes on his first fall? That's what I was about to fucking mention. What is up with those googly <laughs> eyes? Like, <laughs> I, I, okay, the, the graphics are, the visual effects Weird. are passable. They look pretty good. But these fucking, I'm going to drop something in our little chat because <laughs> it is just, it takes you, it takes you out of it. It uh, looks like, it looks like a Build-A-Bear, Godzilla. <laughs> with googly eyes. Build the thing is, uh, it's it's deliberate that they did that though, because they said it's in in God because in this film, like Candace says, he, he has three forms. He 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 grows <laughs> in that film, and he um 
the first farm, they were saying, like, he's not really aware of his own existence. He's just walking, isn't he, if you remember, or sliding. Sort of crawling, yeah. Yeah, like it's, like, it's, like, it's like his chrysalis farm. Those are more terrifying than anything that could have but been when he, when, he, when he gets to its third farm, uh, similar to stuff like Attack on Titan and stuff like that, it's monstrous. <laughs> it's one of the biggest Godzillas they've ever done. The fuck is you know that? what I mean? It's insane, isn't it? But the, uh, like Candy, Candy's probably going to touch on it. That film's not about Godzilla, is it? No. It's, in fact, there's very little Godzilla actually in it. It's about, the, you know... The... Ten minutes of him. Yeah. Ten minutes of him in it. And for that reason, I found it a little bit slow, but then I'm used to the the Americanized, the Hollywood Godzillas recently because that's what I've been <laughs> well, watching. Well, with the big foot and everyone's like, oh, no, it's Godzilla. Well, maybe not the Matthew, Matthew Broderick one. <laughs> well, you're talking about that as a cinematic masterpiece. Well, the, the recent ones aren't that good. The, the Godzilla film... Like I think the hours. first two were okay. Godzilla vs. No. Kong was a load of shite. Yeah, that weren't was good. Do you mirror Kwai on the soundtrack? Mm. That's, the, that's, that's the Matthew that's Broderick, the Broderick one. one. Matthew Broderick one. Yeah, the, the yeah. Kong is called the Renault one. It's all right. That's obviously a Kong film, but the Godzilla Deeper film with like, like 12 minutes of Godzilla and it was all like... Yeah. I've, I have... Just a load of shite this, At this it. point, and I, don't know, I know that Monarch, see, uh, that Monarch show's coming out on Apple, but to this don't point, I've seen every... Oh, is it out? I've seen every single Godzilla film ever, and I think Shin Godzilla's the best one. Really? Genuinely, because I like the politics behind it. The film is about how a how our government deals with Godzilla, an unstoppable force, and that's what I like. It's a talkie. It's a mm. Japanese talkie. And it's so fucking good. I oh, so good. Apart from the googly eyes. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> I don't think that's what they were going for. I know that we're not going for that, but that's what's funny about it. His eyes are everywhere. <laughs> that's what I look like first thing in the morning or last thing at night after I've been out all night. And now I get to put Shin Godzilla's eyes we on the podcast. <laughs> this is great news. Excellent. You've had a proper Land of the Rising Sun week, haven't you? I have. Go, go, Godzilla. Excellent. Chum. Um, Stick what you've been up to, pal. I've also been watching Japanese things. Yeah, oh, my word. Konnichiwa. Um, before I mention my main one now, I, I finally finished off Attack on Titan. So the... Um, Doesn't it end well? The final chapter special came out on the start of November, 5th of November. Um, I couldn't remember what the fuck had gone on, so I had to go back and rewatch the whole of <laughs> the second half of season four. Uh, because it... I'm just looking here now. It was uh, May 20, 2022. That's... Yeah. I just... It had been a whole year between then and yeah. when the next special came out. And then there was another gap. I thought, well, I didn't want to wait around, watch the special one, then wait for ages for the second special. So I waited for them both to come out. Couldn't remember what I did. So I just binged all the second series. Fucking love that show. And yes, it did end well. It ends fantastically. I, uh, I know a few people have complained about because they changed a few things from the manga. Because people complain. But because people complain. But for me, who only watched the show, fucking loved it. Yeah, and same. that show will never, ever, it will never not produce goosebumps in me anytime they do a fight sequence. Yeah. Whenever there's an ODM fight and they're zipping around, the music is yeah. absolutely incredible. And every single time I get goosebumps and I got endings that I wanted for certain characters and other characters went out in a blaze of glory and things like that. And I just thought, Perfect. That was great. I think it's perfect too. 
So I think it, I think it says, and it's now currently Japan's biggest export manga uh, anime. So it's earned its title. It's, it's it overtook Dragon Ball Z, which was the the because we got that over in the West, didn't we? Dubbed and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So. It's, it's if you've not watched Attack on Titan, fuck me. Mm-hmm. Watch it. How many seasons oh. are there? Four with the- four. Oh, that's easily digestible then. Um, There's uh, 80, 90. As anime goes. 90 odd episodes, like altogether. It's easier than One Piece. Yeah, that much. But the so... War and Peace is better, is easier than One Piece. (laughs) I've never known a show that, that, like, just, I'd have to watch next episode like that. Yeah. When you're binging it, it's just, you're like, oh, I'll just watch this episode. And then suddenly it's two o'clock in the morning because you had, because every single episode leaves you with wanting to know what happens next. I think it's perfect. It's so good. Perfect show. It can't, it's Mm. a bit convoluted, but it actually pulls it all together and makes sense in the end. Um, By the end, it it has made sense. But there are, there was moments when I was just going, where the fuck is this going? But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Watch it, guys. Really, really good. The other thing I did watch this week um it just come out on netflix is the killer which is david finch's new film mm. starring michael fassbender it's about oh. a hitman who basically is on a job and the job goes wrong and the people who paid him to do the job um then try and correct hit that mistake by taking him out and he goes on a revenge mission to um it's all right it's not one of Finch's best films. <laughs> I, I thought he was struggling to like, guys, 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 it's it, all right. G- g- <laughs> given the director of the quality of Fincher, though, that, that, that the saying like, it's all right, that's like the most damning statement for him. It's like, not good. It's... <laughs> I'd say, I'd say other directors I, I ran out of time. Films. I ran out of time to watch it because I'm a big fan of the, the French graphic novel it's based on. So yes. I will yes. try and watch it this week to give my opinion on it. I didn't know it was out. I didn't really know anything was out. So, so mm. the film is excellent. Like It's shot immaculately. It's perfect. It looks amazing. The cinematography is fantastic. Um, everything in light is kind of there for you know the people involved. Fincher's directing it really well. Fassbender's acting it really well. It's just narratively, it's just a bit boring. And you ultimately get okay. you get to the end of it, and you like, so what? What's the soundtrack like? Because it's, it's usually <laughs> has the best. The score is great, mm-hmm. and actually, at parts gets kind of buries in there and gets under your skin a little bit. It's it's kind of mm-hmm. penetrative. It's real, like it's really kind of good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The soundtrack it's, um, is just a Smith. Fassbender's first role in ages as well, isn't it? It's been like a few years since he's done anything. Sure, um, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think I think he dropped off acting for a few years, and this is his first proper role back. If I'm right, he's got the new Taika Waititi film next year as well, uh, the football coach one. Go on, you talk about the music. I want to know about the music. Yeah, it's his last film since Dark Phoenix, which is just 2019. So uh, yeah, film. so the score's great. The music <laughs> is just the Smiths. That's all he listens like literally. Oh, nah. The, the, the Smiths. The hitman listens to the Smiths. So every time there's a song, it's just him listening. That's to why the he's Smiths. killing people because he likes Morrissey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it starts with this like kind Who's of in Fortnite. <laughs> it starts no. with it almost like American Psycho esque like um, 
Uh, this is Huey Louie in the news. No, talking over, you know, oh, uh, yeah. he's, na- he's narrating <laughs> over the top and he's talking about what's going on and he's just kind of explaining the process and of being a hitman and he's, he's very nihilistic and he's talking about, you know, he starts banging on about McDonald's and shit like that. Like, he's kind of got that view of the world. Um, but I don't know. Um, he's very cold. Like, he plays a really cold off character really well. Um but I just, I don't know. A lot of people are saying that they think it's a comedy, like a black comedy. It's that. And it's not even... And you adver- reckon it's lacking. But it's not even advertised as that. But people are viewing it like that because it's just like, well, clearly Finch is doing this and doing this and doing that. And like, and it's, and when you look, sit back and you think about it, going, yeah, actually, that, that makes sense. Like, I can see this. It's not intentionally funny. You're not laughing at it. It's not, you know, going to make you sit and laugh. But you can see where he's trying to poke fun at things and poke fun at the genre. You can actually see that. Yeah. If he's not doing that, then he's just made a really dull film. That's a shame. It's man. two hours long as well. It mm. it's rinse and repeat every time he goes to someone else yeah. in line for this to get his revenge. You just genuinely felt with a bit of a why do I care? Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I, I I watch some films that people like lord over, and I'm like, I don't like the main character that much, so I'm never gonna love it. Yeah, um, it's for me. It's it's his bot. It's not his worst, but it's his bottom three. What would you say is his worst? Benjamin Button. Yeah. But even that, I don't hate. Yeah. I just think it's. I don't. Bit... Ha- I don't hate you, but I don't. I, he did I don't Benjamin really Button. Like it. Bloody yeah. Hell. yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. At least Benjamin He's... Button has like some kind of narrative story behind and it this doesn't benjamin button's a great little character especially when he's an old man yeah he's great cute <laughs> cute i just i never like i don't hear that film i think it's it's a perfectly yeah, fine it is film. His worst film but his worst film was a three out of five aren't for me and what <laughs> most, a lot of directors can't say that, that, that their worst <laughs> yeah, film yeah. is just, even spielberg yeah so he's not doing anything wrong it's just yeah yeah he didn't <sighs> what, what i was Never looking mind. for with a with a Fincher next film. time, David. Next time, pal. Next yeah. time, we got you. We got you, brother. Well made. Cool. It's just dull. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Gadget. Come on. Okay, so I've also been doing Japanesey things. Have you all been to Japan this week? Uh, evidently so. We're, we're all going for them McDonald's. We're turning Japanese. <laughs> oh, yeah. The well, really think Burger. So, so Oodles, do you, do you remember when Returnal came out and I said, that game has the worst title of any game ever made? Yeah, cause I, because I, 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 I actually, I, over day I was speaking to you and on the podcast over about four podcasts. What was that game? What was that game where you you kept looping back as the astronaut and Returnal? Come back, yeah. up. it's such a shite name. Yeah, come back, up. yeah, a terrible name. Come back, up. I'm currently playing a game which has a worse title than that. I don't believe you. It's just hit Game Pass. It's bad. I am playing like a dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Pretty shite name. <laughs> that is a pretty shite name. <laughs> Fuck. So it's Yakuza then? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Yakuza. So uh, made by the only studio that could make it, Ryu Got to Go. Um, this yeah. is I, I don't want to call it a sequel. It's like an interquill between Yakuza Seven, Like a Dragon, and the Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth that comes out in in January. The uh, the Animal Crossing one. The one that has the Animal Crossing minigame, yeah. Uh, it won't so, be mini, though, will it? If you if you remember Oodles, going back to Ichiban's story in, in Like a Dragon. I remember it well. 
the, the titling gets confusing. Well, you, rem- you remember, Best Boy Kiryu turns up in it. He does. He does. So Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, is telling the story of what happens between Yakuza 6 and when he, he hooks up with Ichiban. Huh. So uh, Yakuza, at the very end of Yakuza 6, which was supposed to be the last Kiryu game, um, before they moved on to Ichiban to create a, a kind of new set of narratives, he um, gets into a situation where he has to fake his own death so that his adoptive daughter, Haruka, can live her life yeah. freely away from the Yakuza and protected. Yeah. So this uh, this game starts off kind of three years after that, where Kiryu is living as a... I don't want to say he's living as a monk, but he's basically living in a temple. And occasionally he's being asked to do jobs by the Daidoji faction, who are the ones looking after Haruka. Sounds very Shenmue to me. A, eh? It's a little bit, yeah. Uh, but he's he's working under the code name Joryu. And to make sure that nobody recognises the fourth chairman of the of the Tojo uh, family, he's wearing yeah. sunglasses. No one recognises him. That'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> he's, he's doing a Clark Kent here. Yeah, that'll do it. So he's going out doing these kind of yakuza jobs um, until his handler is taken by a captain of another family because the other family <sighs> recognises him as Kiryu, uh, Kazuma Kiryu. Oh. And all the time they're confronting him with all this information that they have about him and he's just sat there going, my name is Joryu. <laughs> Absolutely refusing to, to, to admit who he is. But yeah, so this game takes place in Sotenbori from Yakuza 0. So this is Ryu Gagotoku reusing their assets as they're so good at doing. As they've done the last seven games. (laughs) The last seven (laughs) games. But you know what? It's great. It's fantastic. It's wonderful playing as Kiryu again. Like, I really enjoyed Yakuza 7. Um, but that was when they 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 made it more like Dragon Quest, where they made it a kind of a. Turn- what is wrong with that? No, I'm not saying that's a bad <laughs> thing. But they turned it into a turn-based battler with the, the exploration stuff. Where, but I got into Yakuza playing obviously the the Kiryu games, and I really like the brawler stuff, which is weird for me because I don't really like brawler games. But you're going mm. back into kind of fighting in real time, which I really like. Um, they've upgraded the Dragon Engine again, so it looks pretty as ever. The city looks fucking gorgeous. And I'll tell you, you'll, you'll remember this mild irritation he does. Do you remember in the early Yakuza games, you'd go into a fight and then it would appear like menacing men and then you'd have like an animation swirl around as it gets you ready for the yeah, fight. Spinning the knives around. Yeah, and you're in this kind of semi-restricted area. Not, yep. No more of that. As soon as that name appears, like menacing men or mysterious men or whatever on the screen, you can punch them. Mr. Shakedown. You can punch them. So like you just you see a group of guys, you want to go fuck their shit up. Literally just running as soon as the name comes up, you can do a flying kick into them. It's great. Like it's okay, seamless. That, that speeds it up. That speeds it There's up. There's also a lot more indoor areas. There's lots more places you can go within Sotenbori. They've added more shops, more places you can visit. The, there's no loading times because this I think this is the first one that's for this generation. Like I know Judge uh, yes. or maybe Lost Judge Lost Judgment was the first one for PS5. So this is the second one for this generation. Yeah, I, I like I like the first Lost Judgment that too, Adam. I wasn't. This, this is the first one that's only been made for this generation, though. Yes, because the others are cross gen, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really nice to have Kiryu's voice actor back. The funniest thing in the world is to li- listen to the English <laughs> dub because oh, there's an English dub. There is an English dub, and the English voice Why? actor for Kiryu 
is uh, the YouTuber Young Ye, who's like a tech oh. YouTuber, news YouTuber. He's terrible. Mm. Like I sent, I sent Candy a clip of, of of one of the karaoke sequences. Was that real? That was real. Man can't sing. I thought that was someone taking the piss and just and no no do, no, doing no the that's, you can sing yeah that's what's in the game it's auto tuned to fuck it's so oh, bad what I thought it was just someone taking the piss and they've done like a TikTok of themselves singing over the song <laughs> no 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 no, no, no <laughs> it's real fucking hell yeah <laughs> no but it, it, it could sing in the other game yeah, well, but, yeah, oh, like, yeah like like, the, like the, ja- the Japanese actor can <laughs> he's a great singer in fact Oodles while I'm talking about this I am actually going to text you the video so you you can have a listen to it because. It is so fucking funny. I can't because you layer it on. You layer it on this. Oh yeah, but true. I, I listen to. I listen to it and I have a poo later. <laughs> <laughs> it is so fucking funny. It's unreal. In fact, I've lost where it was. I'll send it to you in a second. Anyway, um, there is one thing I don't like about this game, though. Um, and it's not the characters. It's not the story. Everything's ticking along as a classic um, Yakuza game would. Uh, there's no Majima yet. I want a bit of Goro, no, but but I'm sure he'll turn up later. But so you know how when I reviewed Yakuza Zero, I said I didn't like the cabaret club stuff. Mm-hmm. I did. No, no, you understand why I didn't like it. I thought it was creepy. Yeah, because it's seedy and, and awful, isn't it? Because it's like it's like it's not very nice for women, is it? It's not very nice for women, and the whole, and the whole thing is you 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 go into these cabaret clubs, and you you. Which it, is still a thing in real life. Yeah, these these hostess clubs in, in in Japan, the whole concept is like salary men go go into these clubs, and they hire a you beautiful. Own, you a, own a woman. You hire a beautiful <laughs> companion for the evening. She, you know, you buy her drinks and buy yourself drinks, and you give her gifts. And you, if you're a lonely salary man, this is how you get some human connection. It doesn't That's lead your wife to sex for the night. It needs to no. point out. It doesn't lead to sex. They're not prostitutes, but. This is a part. This has been a part of all of the like a, like a dragon slash Yakuza games, and it's something I've avoided because I just find it a bit gross and furry handed and creepy. I don't like it. It's mm. worse in this game because mm. when you're in the cabaret club and the way it worked in the previous games is you, you, you kind of sat opposite them, they ask you a question, you give one of three answers, and that gives you like a plus, yeah. middle, or minus score, and that that's the gamification of this. Mm. Now they've got real models. It's real world footage of the models. Mm. It's oh. so creepy. What with the with the cleavages out? With the cleavages out. Mm. It's I, how, how much is this game? <laughs> it's it's free on Game Pass. Biggie's <laughs> <laughs> just, Biggie's just disappeared off our camera. He's got to <laughs> download it. Yeah. He's just bought himself an Xbox. Are you wearing sweaty? <laughs> <laughs> But when you say you don't like this because, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've just, I've, I've just, I've just sent you all the like the screenshot I took from it. It is so fucking creepy. You have to do one for the story to get the tutorial for it, and I'm never going back <laughs> again. <laughs> Look at that plunging neckline. <sighs> it's it's. My so... name's Kai. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Kai. It's so <laughs> fucking cringe and awful. I really don't like it, and I get why it's in there. It's a Japanese culture thing. Fine, whatever. But oh man, it makes us feel so uncomfortable doing it. Nice boobs, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, tits all day. <laughs> but I, th- I, th- I think the thing to take away from this is one: it's on Game Pass, so no, no. Um, no outlay if you've got an Xbox or a PC. 
this, phone. this is definitely for fans of the first six games, uh, seven games technically if you count zero. Um, this is and this samurai one. This is a brawler. This is Kiryu at his finest, at his most stoic. And the weird thing is because they kind of haven't updated his model. He's about sixty in this game, but he still looks like like Yakuza two. Um, yeah, but. They do age well. They do age well. But you, 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 the people people keep calling him old man. It's like, he looks like he's 40. <laughs> he's gorgeous. <laughs> Leave him alone. He's, be- he's a beautiful man. Um, yeah, I, I mean, mm. I, I love the Yakuza games, and, and this is a really good one. I'm very excited for Infinite Wealth, which comes out next year, which is back with Ichiban. So I, do love I like Ichiban. Ichiban. Ichiban's a lovely like boy. It. He's like a golden... I love how everyone hates it. They all hate his hair, and I'm like, his hair's amazing. He's a golden retriever of a man. Yeah. Doesn't Ich Ichiban mean like good luck as well or something like something that? Something like that, yeah. I think, it, I think it does. And he's got nothing does but in bad friends. luck. Does it? Joke I don't the, understand. Uh, that was the uh, product that Joey was promoting with his uh, Japanese video Ichiban. <laughs> Is it? Lipstick. Blue lipstick. <laughs> Sorry, no idea. I remember, I remember <laughs> I it. No That's idea. just not the connection I would have made. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's. It, I always it, remember it for some weird reason. <laughs> it's really good. Love it's it. it's standard Yakuza. Go go play it if you enjoy Yakuza games. If you they, they haven't made a bad game yet. If you don't enjoy Yakuza games, you'll probably you, you might hate this one. If you I haven't tried one before, this yet. is a bad time to get into it because this is so much story beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> You've got eight think, games uh, before this to play. <laughs> Lost Judgment Two is my least favorite, and it's still a fucking I, eight out of ten. I I didn't get on well so with the Judgment games, mostly because I just didn't like the guy. I didn't like the character. God, I, didn't you like his skinny jeans though? I like the skinny. I like the look leather of leather jacket. I like the look of him. He had a really cool look. I just didn't like him as a character. Um, and his badge that said that he was a lawyer, and everyone <laughs> respected it. I was like, oh, you've got a lawyer badge. Ooh. Yeah, no, I, I, I much I much preferred my time with Ichiban and with uh, Kiryu. Cool, cool, cool. Another trip down to Japan. Biggie, have you been to Japan this week? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but um, just a oh. couple of things. I've been playing um, Cyberpunk and still enjoying it. Watched season one of Narcos. Um, Football Manager 24 came out. I won't bore you with all the bits and bobs around that. There's just a few tweaks here What's and there. What's about? What's the story? The last years. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're building next year's version from the ground up. So this is what more team of are you playing really. as? I don't need to know that. Don't tell Liverpool. Well, what's which the one do you point? think? You don't pick your yeah, own team you on know. Football Manager. You pick a low league well, team. You and pick Accrington Stanley and get them Can to the top do. of the Premiership. Yeah. I could do, but I don't want to. I'm um, playing as Liverpool, but um, I did get around to watching doing your best Sam Allardyce impression. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy uh, watching um, Oppenheimer. That was absolutely outstanding. Great film. All right, isn't it? Just incredible. Really, 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 really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, the one thing uh, we did watch was the slide documentary on Netflix. The Sylvester okay, but... Stallone. It's it's watchable. It's <laughs> does delve a little bit into his. Um, it's it's more of a puff piece, really. It's it's a weird thing. There's some well, he, he commissioned boy, he commissioned uh, it. He I did, yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of his life story, and you I can understand him. how he was. Um, pushed into taking the direction he went because he just wanted sort of overall approval of his father seems to be the thing that links to his success. Um, it's kind of 
quite poignant at times, but it doesn't delve into all the other stuff. I mean, the guy's been married maybe three or four times. Uh, it hardly touches on the, the fact that, unfortunately, one of his uh, his son died. Sage. Um, Sage lot- Stallone died. Yeah, Sage yeah. Stallone. There's a lot of stuff that just doesn't get touched upon. And it is a more of about his life. I bet he mentioned movie, his fucking kind Oscars, of expect- though, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. People but forget really that he's an Oscar cause... winner. He's going, I need to have one of these. <laughs> no, no. Shove that up your ass, Arnie. <laughs> it is, one insight it does give, which is really odd, is that um, it sets, uh, the majority of the interview is set at his house, and he's moving because he's, he's got this huge, huge fucking mansion that he lives in for reasons he's downgrading. So he's packing up all this stuff in the background. <laughs> he has surrounded himself with just objects of him whether it's him as Rocky or Rambo, obviously he's been I've noticed that with a lot successes. of like Hollywood types. They have like statues of themselves in their own there's, house. There's, there's so, so many of Sliced Alone. <laughs> he's even got the, the Rocky statue there. There's just so much memorabilia of his movies. It's just insane. See, uh, which is very narcissistic. See, see, what, but the, yeah. there, there, are, there are some actors that display that stuff. Um, I remember seeing, seeing a video where Tom Hanks does a tour, does a tour of his archive. Yeah. And he actually he he has a office space created like it's where his kind of like his publicist team exists in that. But he walks to the archive, which is where he keeps all that shit. Not in his house. He keeps it in an office <laughs> yeah. space. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have it anyway. I, I, well, no, but a lot, I don't even like lot, pictures of my. I don't think there's a picture of myself in my house. Yeah, but a lot of that stuff is gifted. Kids everywhere. A lot of that stuff is gifted to him or as part of films and whatever. I know. I so know. it's like yeah. he doesn't want to throw it away. But he doesn't want it in his fucking house. <laughs> I think it comes I mean, from that if... age, like that those seventies, eighties um, mega stars. They've, I mean, you can imagine Carl Weathers has got stuff in his house, just Carl Weathers memorabilia, and and Arnie's <laughs> probably got loads of Arnie stuff. And what's his name? Dressing the body Ventura. He's probably just got nothing but himself in his house. Probably he probably lives inside a big head of himself. <laughs> probably. No, it'd be a bunch Unless of yeah, I mean, like dead. The, uh... If you like the Arnie documentary on Netflix, you'll like this. They're very similar in their own little way, but it just doesn't, it's not a deep dive into his life. I like the, the Arnie made one, and then Sloan's like, about. I'm going to make one as well. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so, do and even Arnie well. makes an appearance talking about their rivalry and stuff. You know, there's some snippets there, but. Let's be yeah, real, guys. Sloan's done better piece. films than Arnie's ever done. Yeah, but Sloan also did Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Which oh, does shit. Get referred to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does get referred to in the. But yeah, it's it's watchable. It's it's fine. It's just not a deep dive into him, if you know what I mean. There's some stuff about his past, but not enough to make you go, ah. Oh. Oh. But yeah, just that was it. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to skip mine, and I'm, I might chat about it in the green room or next week because we're going. I'm too long, bloody long, and mine's <laughs> not as exciting as everybody else's. Have we got any feedback? We do. We we have lots of feedback, actually. Uh, from the usual there suspects. we go good job I've skipped mine uh, King Hagrid has said not done too much but I started the new High Rollers season 3 but only got through episode 1 it looks like it'll be a fun filler between Scorch Sheep uh, so High Rollers is a D&D podcast no way and due to my girlfriend being off work most of the week I've been dragged into watching the new season of Big Brother <laughs> pause for the spewing of hatred I, w- I haven't told everyone this apart from you guys I auditioned for this didn't I yeah you and did and I got through to the oh, second round I got through to the second round. I, I kept keeping you guys informed, and I never got past that bit. As the mature funny, podcaster, yeah, 
Because <laughs> I, I remember, I, I think it were you, Candy, that were like, you know, you're going to go in and they're going to call you mature. I'm like, shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going to be old. And I, I, I did the, I did the interview, and then, then I did the, uh, I did the um, video interview as well, and they didn't want me after that. <laughs> I don't, I don't blame them. <laughs> Uh, he says, I'm gripped by the hatred towards people I find infuriating and I struggle to stop watching. Also, my girlfriend starts on the Christmas films. It's going to be a long two months. Well, just watch Muppets <laughs> Christmas Carol and, and that's the best one. That is the definitive Christmas film. It is the best one. Better than Elf. Better than Elf, guys. Elf, Stop Elf. getting stop, stop sucking Elf's dick, man. Dysentery is better than Elf. <laughs> oh, Elf's great, but... Um... Elf's good, but it's not Christmas Carol. It's not, not, not Muppets not Christmas. Muppets. <laughs> Polar Express, that's what everyone needs to watch. Those creepy no. fucking faces. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh, Planty has said, uh, Hey, podcast pals, I hope you've had a spiffing seven days. No. This week, I finally got Rachel to watch Dumb Money, which, after the brilliant Blackberry last week, I was super excited about. Only to find it relied too much on the viewer knowing every single detail of the true story of the GameStop debacle. Is that what that's about? Yeah. But Reddit going mental on GameStop. <laughs> but by the way, listeners, you know what I'm like. I had Gadget telling me the daily goings on about that. Yeah, he needed to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'll enjoy, I'll probably enjoy it because I know everything about that now because I had to fucking relay yeah. it to Oodles because he was interested. Yeah, you were uh, the expert. <laughs> uh, it's, it's he says it's got a great cast. Uh, sorry, a great cast can't save this from being overly winky. I said winky, and conceited from the off. <laughs> We've also oh. we've just finished the the Evil Dead ahead of this week's hundred things episode. I watched oh, it on my old standard it. definition DVD, and now I'm blind. Still brilliantly oh, gruesome no. and silly, but above all else, has given me the opportunity to read more about video nasties. Oh, so it means it means the original, the Evil original Dead. Evil Dead, not the most recent one. Ah, oh, because that was good. The new one, isn't it, Stig? I liked it, yeah. Supposed to be good. The original yeah, one's yeah. fucking just just brutal. Yeah, it's got some uh, good bits. Just brutal. The original one's weird. Yeah, I much prefer Evil Dead 2. Um, I do. I had some pals around this weekend and we played some board games, specifically Zombie Side, which is a super fun campaign game where each turn anything up to 50 zombies can spawn on the board. It's frantic at the best of times, but even more so when you've had a half a bottle of Clydesdale Distillery single malt. On the plus <laughs> side, it meant I was able to avoid Rachel putting me through the atrocious killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> sure. It's a great film. I'll be and back next song. week with more things I've done to avoid being an adult. Does Planty know that there's a game <laughs> coming out for that? I think he does. I think we've talked about it before. <laughs> I know, it's going to be great. I know Candy's well up for Killer Clowns. Um, so it was on my uh, it was on my gaming draft league. It disappointed me. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I said would fail. Do you know, speaking next of year. that, be... about four of my picks are not actually being released this year. So I think I did pretty well. I came fifth. <laughs> It's going to be Gotti next year, Killer Clowns. I'm telling you I now, so. mate. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to, it's going to be the new Last of Us. It's going to absolutely blow the Elden Ring DLC out of the water. Oh, it's going to destroy everything that comes out. GTA 6, don't even bother. <laughs> Killer Clowns is coming out, baby. Uh, next up, Xenos. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Remnant 2 this week to prep for the DLC coming out on Tuesday, which will be out by the time this episode <gasps> goes up. Shit. However, I've already talked about that, so let's go with something different. This week, my girlfriend is here staying with us for a few days, and to give us both a change of scenery, I've been on a train for the first time in three years, and we went on a day trip to visit Birmingham. Wait, 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 let me finish. There's a huge Christmas (laughs) market on right now. And also, I told Vex about the Sea Life Centre. She insists on going there while we were in the city. Frankly, an excellent day out between the two. 
I've taken an enormous number of photos and videos from the Sea Life Centre, including one of their green sea turtle munching on a lettuce because we got to their underwater tunnel around lunchtime. And the market took us all afternoon to work, uh, to get around. I finally got to try curry first. I've confirmed it's delicious. Would highly recommend if you're in the area. The problem is it so involves curry and sausage. It's a curried sausage. Ugh. <laughs> Rancid. Nah, curry verse is fucking lovely. Yeah. No, I meant sausage. No. <laughs> Rancid. <laughs> sausage. Look that. Sausage is the greatest food of all time. Um, <laughs> just thinking of that green sea turtle munching on lettuce, all I can think of is is finding Nemo and um and, yeah. and the, the turtles. Yeah, there. fish dude. Taking on okay. the jellies. Mega. Turtle. Uh, Angry Kurt cool. is finishing us off saying uh, it's, of course he is. it's been a Good bumper part. week this week for me as I've watched three films and started one new game. Busy lad. Jesus. And enough in me, mate. First up was the film The Royal Hotel at the cinema. A good thriller set in the Australian outback which gave me big green room vibes but not quite as good as that. Ooh. Very much worth watching though. Did like green room. Yeah, green room was good. God, so good. I, I've seen the um, I've seen the trailer to that film as well, and it does look good. Now he said it's good, I will watch it. Next up was Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Another thing with a terrible yeah, title. Mission Impossible Two, yeah. <laughs> Which had come up to rent on digital streaming. Cruise again shows he really knows how to do action films. Incredible set pieces like the train one. Plot is a bit nonsensical and hard to follow, but it doesn't take away too much from my overall enjoyment of it. My second favorite in the series after Mission Impossible: Fallout. You love him as well, don't you, Gadget Tom Cruise? I don't watch anything with him in. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. The last film I watched with Tom... I love your stance on it. <laughs> I, it. It's just a general broad stance against Scientology. The last film I watched with Tom Cruise in, <laughs> and that I will uh, that I will watch, because it's not really his film, is uh, Tropic Thunder. Mm. <laughs> Another problematic <laughs> film in the best yeah, way. But, yeah, but problematic <laughs> for different reasons. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Different time. It was a different time in 2008. Um, finally, <laughs> yeah, on the film, finally on the film front was The Killer. As I've mentioned before, I'm a big David Fincher fan with some of his films being in my top 10. This disappointed me, though. It felt very by the numbers and wasn't doing anything I hadn't seen before in this type of film, which I think is basically what Stig said. Has anyone ever seen Kurt and Stig in the same room together? <laughs> no, we, they are the same person. No, we're not. You know that we know no, we're not. We're not. You know, we, we we differ on some films a lot. And Stig St- 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 could never be seen a, seen dead in a Derby shirt. Yeah, that is true. Plus, Stig didn't like uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, so he wouldn't he wouldn't go <laughs> to town and say that that was his favourite one like Kurt did. Listen, and, uh, and, we've been and, on their and, podcast and Stig, Stig, to do that. Stig, re- to do Stig that really like Wakanda, oh. uh, WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have actually seen you because I've been on a podcast with you both at the same time. <laughs> you have a really good ventriloquy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Some kind of AI. He finishes off saying, on the game front, I start Alan Wake 2 after hearing everyone gush about it and because I like the first game. About three hours in and I'm enjoying it, but it hasn't wowed me quite yet. I found the jumping in and out of the mind palace so frequently to be annoying, but apparently it gets better and I've also had to knock the difficulty down to story as normal was kicking really? my ass. Story is too easy, though. I wish there was a middle ground. Looking forward to play more, though. So, Kurt, stick with stick with <laughs> stick with normal mode because it gets more challenging as you go on. I don't want to spoil what's coming up, but mm-hmm. so uh, for reference, Oodles, Last time I talked to Kurt about it, he 
had only just put the heart in the witch. Oh god, he's got so, so he's, much so he's to like do. super early on, and he has he hasn't got to the old gods of Asgard yet. Oh, sh- the, which I've been on repeat been on repeat on my Spotify. It's a great greatest bit in any video game. So yeah, Kurt, keep going with it. Genuinely. Once you get past the bit you're on, because the bit that he was on as of the time of recording, I did find difficult on normal mode, and I contemplated going out of story just to get through the, the, that boss fight just after the heart. Um, really? I, I found it a bit tricky because I kept getting lost. But okay. after that, go back up to normal mode and just stick with it. Enemies are a bit bullet spongy, but it's so good. Yeah. And if it makes you feel better, Kurt, I'm playing on hardest difficulty, and I've sent a picture to Gadget today saying, I've got too many medipacks. I'm too healthy. I've got too much ammo. The, I think you start, you start getting more abundance of stuff. Yeah, the, yeah for, the, for me. Yeah, the, the early game difficulty curve is a bit strange. Yeah, it's harder at first. And I'm on hardest mode. Because like, I'm a fucking idiot and I like doing that kind of weird shit. Yeah. But It's good that so games hard. allow you to do that now, isn't it? That you can just flip it's, that up and it, down. It, depending it, on it is handy are. just to give you, you the can't, You can't experience. do it mid-combat, though, I bet, can you? I bet you have to do no. it like a, in a nice, relaxing scene. Oh, actually, actually, on a slight tangent, that's the, that gave me one very funny thing about like a Dragon Gaiden. I mm. was stuck on a boss fight, and mm. for some reason, the game lets you buy upgrades in the middle of a boss fight. Into it. So I bought I bought damage upgrades and smashed the fuck out of them. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. Anyway, that's you, what happens in real life. That's the thing. You have a fight. Cool, cool, cool. As always, links to all our extracurricular activity are in the show notes and at modernescapism.co.uk. We recorded a Kenny Potter this week, so that's going to be coming into your ears very soon if you're a patron. You already have it. You already have it. And I'm sure you loved it just as much as we did. Mm-mm-mm. But it was a great show, and I always enjoy doing that with my two little friends over there. And again, there's so much more if you want to become a patron to help support us when we can fly over to Japan and get to McDonald's and fly back with bellyache. <laughs> but this would be the end of the show normally. It was last week, but now she's back. And I'm hoping for the most bumper edition of Candyland. And now, what's, what's up in Candyland? Oh, you're going to be so disappointed. It's the most it's the most, unbumper, it's the most unbumper episode. Um, but I saw a question asked on Reddit earlier, and I haven't really been able to get it out of my mind. <laughs> oh, no. It's, no, it's not that. How it's does, not like a how bad is a baby? How is a baby born? <laughs> how is a baby made? <laughs> no, well, I know how to do that. <laughs> Managed to avoid mm. it so far. Um, <laughs> somebody asked, if you're having a brain transplant... Is it your brain that's being transplanted or your body? Now, I can tell you this for sure. They've never done a brain transplant. But if, no, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but if they did. <laughs> so, 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 so what you're trying to work out is if, if, they were to, if they were to take the brain out of the body and move it to another body. Yes. Are you doing a Maybe brain transplant or so a body swapped, transplant? Swapped. Yeah, but swapped you, is, that, is that effect a brain transplant or a body transplant? Yeah. Both. Yes. Because it's now, cause, cause, like, all you, all you're talking about there is semantics. I don't accept that as an yes. answer. <laughs> and let's also get into some 
Philo- it's philosophy time, guys. Forget, don't, don't forget the ha and the car, the mind and the spirit. So you take the mind. Most like Western beliefs is your brain is you. The brain is the only thing on earth that's named itself. Think of it that way. Fucking arrogant no, nothing else brains. is named it. I know. We, 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 we are just vessels for the brain. So you take that brain out and go into another body, you're still you, but in a different body. That's how I see it. The brain is you. you know, your heart's not you. But, your lungs yeah, but aren't you. There's been, your brain yeah, is you. There's been um, episodes where people Here have had transplants of organs, like hearts and stuff. Yes. Maybe not a heart. And they get that like phantom stuff where they feel like residual. Yeah, like they've got memories. You can get a heart transplant. Can you? But they're just. just... No, I was thinking about that guy that died that had the pig heart. That's different. Yeah, that didn't last. That didn't last. The thing, the thing is, Candy. What it is? What I'm saying is, your brain is everything that you are. Nothing else Mm -hmm. is. You've just got bodily functions that helps your brain stay alive. Oodles, you know what we are? What? We are a pilot in a meat mecca. Yeah, we're meat mechs. Oh, all we are is a brain. <laughs> if, if your brain, if your brain could be sustained and alive inside a jar of fluid, like that would Disney's. still be you. Yeah, that would still be you. Hmm. Your body is just your body for your brain. What were you going to say about the other organs, Candy? So when like people have had transplants, they've had like kidney transplants and heart transplants and stuff. Like they they get memories and stuff from the person who. <laughs> I knew I that's do. where you were no, going. That's, I, knew, I knew that's where you were going, which is why I came back to it. It says on Reddit. No, that's they don't. It says on Reddit. That's I fucking saw it on Strange but True. <laughs> no, they don't get memories they from something. What, like, you're telling me they get like a stomach transplant or something that I really love sausages now. I hated sausages before I had this stomach. I bet that fucking happens. Actually, actually, no, no, to be fair, in Kanye's defense, it's the thing, not, not with like a stomach though, but people have had like kidney transplants or liver transplants, something like that, and they get a, they get a cra- new accent. They, no, no, they get a craving or a liking for things that the previous host liked. <sighs> yeah, I can yeah, imagine that because it's probably because it might have stuff within Enzymes. the, in the yeah. DNA and the blood and, and all that shit, like. But not memories. But not memories. <laughs> but memories. Not memories. Yeah, it's the on the internet. <laughs> the internet's no. never right. Reddit We're is on the internet. Source. We're wrong. Yeah. I just... Have you ever... I it, heard it, one for breaking news. There's not a fact in there. <laughs> yeah. Here's one for you, Candy, that blows your mind. You know when people have eyes... And that's a fact, uh, their, their eyes taken out in, in, in operations. Yeah. And you can see your own body. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can see yourself, the, the real you from your eyes. That gives people PTSD that bad that they have to like remove that eye. Oh, That'll fuck you up because you've seen yourself and you feel dirty. Because you, you're not supposed to see yourself. You only ever see a reflection of yourself. You've never you? actually seen your own face. Exactly. Mm. I tell you what, though, exactly. you've, you've never, you never actually it. heard your own voice. I watched a film where it, never. I watched a film where a guy got it was uh, I think it was a Tales from the Crypt and he got a killer's eye mm. and he could see the killer <laughs> what the killer had been doing. You got the memories, and that's true story. That, but no, honestly, Candy, told me the brain. Your brain is you. Nothing else is you. It's just your body. Well, I will agree to disagree. Why is it in first-person shooters that you can't see the little tip of your nose when you look down? You can't can't really anyway. unless you focus on it. Because unless you, you close one eye or the other, you can't see your own nose. Yeah, you've got to focus on it. Your your your, your, yeah. bra- your brain has. It should a... be an option. Your brain Unless has a Pinocchio. deliberate blind spot for your nose because yes. you see it all the time. 
can still see. That's why we're the, the apex it. predator. The, the, the most important question that you should should have regarding first person shooters is why the character you play, why their eyes are in their stomach. Mm. Yes. <laughs> because because it, if you don't do aim down sights, the gun would be like down here. Yes. And you can still fire like that, but when you do aim down sights, it brings it up to here. Not to its, <laughs> not to first, its character's face. If first person shooters were an accurate representation of myself, all I would see was this. Fucking yeah. hair. <laughs> And all you would hear is voices That's why in your fucking brain. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks for that weird trip down Candyland where Candy has now discovered that she's actually just a brain. She's just a brain. We're she's, all brains. She's a brain and a meat mech. In a meat mecha. With a wet skeleton. A meat mech. No, no. With no, a no. dirty, wet skeleton. Ugh. Thank you for listening. We'll see you all in the green room. <laughs> for, for, for Candy's realisation that she is a brain. Bye. Scary skeletons. <laughs> Bye. Oh, Buzzing is so tired. <laughs> <laughs>